Yes. Wait. I know one. Be so fucking happy tomorrow when I pull up with my coffee pot. Cause man, these last two days have been rough. <laughs> oh, man, man, man needs a cup of Joe. Bro, last two days I switched, went back to energy drinks. This shit so ass. Man, that shit really don't do it, man. No, man, the crash is horrible. I mean, it'll do it. It'll get you there, but it's just not. It's, 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 it's like, like you said. It's not, on it's, it's not yeah. clean. It's not clean at all, man. Like I'm, like I'm up right now, but this ain't a clean up. Like this, like this shit right here would honestly, to like to me, it feels like I'm on an upper, like an actual upper, like an Adderall or something, like an actual drug. Like well, I mean, <laughs> that's how it that's, feels. That's Three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Shit. I and think they say no like a regular cup of coffee out there. There's no bang, so I got a fucking the bullshit, you know. Oh, so you it ain't even bang. What, what you drinking? Fuck, I don't even want to say it. Monster. It's, yeah. Oh god. Oh, my chest, dude. How do you put three hundred and seventy milligrams of sodium in here? What the fuck are you trying to do? I ain't gonna fit a lot to you, dude. I know that monster is some bullshit, but if I have one of them Java monsters, like either the Mean Bean or the Locomoca right now, I'd chug that shit. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Those it's are like, fucking delicious, even though they're fucked up. Like, it's so, it's so crazy how, like, companies, man, life. Shit, I was about to carry on our pre talk right on in here. But anyway, um, it's a great day. It's, it's Thursday. a great day. It is Thursday, April the 28th. I think I like cut you off and then continued your line for you because that's the connection that we're on today. We got hey, a few things this, to talk about. Hey, they, they they ain't seen nothing yet until we start doing this podcast together in person and shit. And then they're going <laughs> to realize. Then they oh, these dudes are brothers. <laughs> I mean, shit, basically, wait, wait till. Wait till when I ain't even gonna say if when oh. we all three can have a triumvirate be on video for the podcast in the same room. All I know we is gonna- right now, I am waiting for June first to hit because vacation should hit my time stamp. It says on June first. And now I'm just waiting some or some other news to get back to us. And in June, we might be starting some some things here. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. South is calling. That's all I can say. And Dax up to something. <laughs> Since McAfee put his up to something talks on hold, Dax up to something. McAfee's up to something. McAfee's up or something. And shout out to him because he's got a lot of content he's doing tonight and I'm just going to pray for him because I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> um, this little one to two hour show that we about to pull off right now ain't going to be nothing to all the shit that he's going to have to deal with today. But shout out to him. He getting that I, know, I know he ain't doing the whole 10 hour coverage. Like that's crazy. But he might. <laughs> you know, we said he's doing the first round, right? Usually, yeah, and then he's gonna, but he's gonna have some dope shit. Like he's gonna be inside the war rooms, and 
he's going to be talking to certain GMs. Aaron Rodgers is coming on the show for the draft spectacular for <laughs> So before we get into the NBA world, since today or tonight is the NFL draft, you got any sleepers? You got anybody that's catching your eye? Um, you got any hopes have, as a hashtag fed up Falcons fan or anything? Because I, I, just, I, have I, don't, three, I don't see it. I have three names. And, and I everybody want pay attention because Dak knows how to pick them diamonds in the rough. And I want two of these names on the Atlanta Falcons. Malik Willis is definitely a name because there is just something about this dude. There is so there's such there's such a question mark that it is intriguing and interesting to me about him. And so that's, I'm just gonna have to, I, that's why I have to say that name and get it out there because this dude. I could see him going anywhere between one through ten tonight. Like that, that, like that's the that's the crazy hunch I have on him. So that's probably my boldest prediction out of the NFL draft. You're saying Willis. you're saying Willis is going to go in the top ten tonight? Yes, one of because one of those teams in the top ten they're going to want a quarterback that bad because they're going to hear about some other news because some other quarterback might get traded tonight. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Um, oh uh, yeah, uh, you want to you want to mention the team that he's probably going to get traded to? Oh yeah, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, that's not what I heard. Mm. I heard you here. I heard what I said months ago that Baker Mayfield may get traded to Seattle tonight. Yes, look for that to happen. But the reason why I say Carolina because Carolina may want to trade out of that six pick. May. And there's Carolina, a big, though. and there's a big rumor right now between the NFL from the NFL insiders that everybody from one to ten has a strong interest in moving back. I could definitely and, understand why. I heard Jerry Jones may also be interested in trading up to maybe yes. uh, get somebody. Yep, and when McAfee and them were talking about it, that shit could change the whole draft. Because if Jerry Jones walks into the war room, it's Jerry Jones. He's a fucking billionaire. He owns the Cowboys. If he walks in there and legit picks a name and says, I want this guy on the team, and if we have to trade up to get him, get him, watch what else happens. It'll be a fucking domino He gets what he wants, typically, outside of championships. But the two names... Oh, okay, yeah, my yeah two more names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You finish your thought. The two names, though, I want on the Falcons. They could both go in the top ten as well, but they probably won't. And they're both on the Cincinnati, uh, coming off the Cincinnati team. That's Desmond Ritter is the quarterback, and Sauce Gardner is the corner, I believe. Mm-hmm. That dude, yeah, he's a cornerback. That dude put motherfuckers, as they like to call it, on Sauce Island. So, I want is him. That good, though? He's not that good, but I want him. He's got a name. I got I, it's the swagger. I want that on the Falcons. I can understand. But if any so other, what's team, your gut tell you at nine? Who y'all picking? But my gut, yeah. I want fucking Desmond Ritter, honestly, because I said this on previous episodes. Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis is going to be the court. One of the is going to be the quarterbacks that everybody in this draft is going to be thinking. Damn. We probably should have picked them up. We had a chance to. That's just my that's my hunches. And Sauce Gardner, he might not be that good, but everything that I've looked at on numbers, 
Very good one-on-one guy. Yeah, it's college. But, look, some of these corners, as long as you got speed, really, and you can keep up with some of these wide outs, you can be a good corner. You can be. So, I, I just look for that. But don't be but don't be surprised if both of those guys somehow end up on the Atlanta Falcons. I um, it it seems like from what I'm seeing now, the consensus number seems to be it's going to be Trayvon Walker, who was originally supposed to be like a 15 pick, all right, if and it was Adrian that. Hutchinson, and that's the reason why is because Adrian Hutchinson is a Michigan boy, went to Michigan, so it's kind of locked up that if he doesn't go number one, he's going to Detroit. Oh, yeah, I guess because they do got the number two pick. Um, the, the I, don't, I don't really team. love either one of them. Nah, I mean, but but I think, was it Hutchison? I think, or Hitch, Hutchison? I think he he's the better one, I do believe. Aiden Hutchinson um, is, is better on tape and by the numbers. The, um, Trayvon Walker kind of skyrocketed up the draft because of the combine. Yeah, dude ran like a four or five forty. I mean, yeah, and, and um, unfortunately, you, you you go look at his numbers. It's it's not really there. I think in like what three he played two three years at the school, and I think in total he has like nine and a half sacks. I mean, that's just not going to get it done. Yeah, like I mean, so and that's potentially your number one overall pick, which tells you about the draft. Yeah, but, you know, but Trayvon's got the physical gifts now. If he gets coached yeah. the right way, and he, you know, so it, I, I and get it. It's more upside because I don't think Hutchinson. I think he'll be okay, but he doesn't strike me as like someone worthy of that high of a pick. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a lot of players that are gonna be like, damn, really this high? But it's gonna be like that this whole draft, more than likely. Um, the like, and it's like I was saying. I think on the pre-talk, and and but I know I've had this thought as well. It's like most of these players in this draft, they got so much physical talent, and they're just god gifted athletes. So it's really gonna be up to them to live up to the potential they have. But also, it's really gonna depend the system they get brought into. Whoever goes number one and two. I feel bad for you. You're going into fucking Jacksonville. Oh, God, dude. They got a mess right there. Hopefully, they can clean it up with Urban Meyer out of there now. And Detroit, they got some upside, but nobody really wants to go to Jacksonville or Detroit, if we're being real. Um, I think I think a name early in the draft to keep an eye on where he lands. Um, I'm not 100% sold that this guy's going to be a future star, but – the little bit, like I, I haven't watched a whole lot of college football. The little bit that I've seen and kind of looked into because I kind of always look into the draft. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, he has um, been talked about going to – and look for the Giants. They have two picks in this top ten, so they're probably well, going to trade one. This particular draft, um, I'm looking at – I, you know, I kind of look through mock drafts. This particular mock draft I'm looking through right now, they actually got y'all, the Falcons, taking Kayvon Thibodeau at eight. And I don't think that's a terrible pick. You know, every mock draft, I believe, has had us picking somebody different every time. And, and that's great. I wish the NBA was like that. 
it's so hard, man, because in the NBA you kind of have an idea of yeah. of who's gonna get it done. In football, you really don't because of the fucking. I mean, look, we all thought Jamarcus Russell was gonna be the next big thing. Dude. Everybody thought that shit. <laughs> so, like, when you're talking, like, when you're talking about Willis, you know, uh, he's he's, oh, he's got all the tools. Yeah, he has all. He, the tools. He, and he can, man, he can run. Yeah. He can run. He ain't Lamar Jackson, but he can run. He can um, run. He can throw and the deep not, ball. It's just, it, it, we got to see if he can put it all together. And that's the thing with him. It's like he has this big question mark that it's like it's really going to depend on who's going to take the gamble. My biggest fear in this whole draft, but, but luckily they have Mac Jones. I ain't got to worry about Belichick picking this guy. But that would be my biggest fear would be someone the Belichick type of mindset that would pick this guy and mold them into something great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carolina though, I can see them more than likely taking a quarterback and I hate it, hate it for them, but there's talks that they're probably, they might Either they could trade Baker or they might go with fucking Kenny Pickett. And I think he might be the bust in the whole draft, like the biggest bust. The only issue I have is with that is uh, there's a lot of people calling for that with Kenny Pickett. And hey, maybe we can. Uh, maybe sometimes when a lot of people are saying it. I don't know. Got to see because there was a lot of people saying that Luka Doncic's game would not translate to the NBA. Well, I was not one of those guys. No, you would definitely not you. But but I hate to say that I'm kind of with the media on Kenny Kenny Pickens. There's nothing about it that's impressed me. Once once Orlovsky pointed it out that, that, that he only did one play, and then they started. I started seeing highlights of this dude. I'm like, it, it really is the same play. <laughs> so, so like, I, I, in, I, in a sense, I, we have no idea. Yeah, and that, that's what makes the thing. And the reason, but the reason why my heart set on Desmond Ritter as the quarterback is because that's he he did a lot for that Cincinnati team, and that Cincinnati team didn't get the respect it deserved in the NCAA in the NCAA. Because of their bullshit playoffs, because of that, because they got too many damn schools. That's what it boils down to. Like, how are you going to have a team go this many wins, play against good teams, but because they're not in this division, they're not going to be in the playoffs? Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> I've never been the biggest on college sports. Well, like, I'm, I'd much rather watch the pros. It. It, they made this playoff system, and yeah, you could say it made it better because there's none of these bullshit bowl games. But I mean, it's it's horrible. Like, I mean, it's it's horrible. But hey, it's gonna be cool. I'm really interested for the draft because it's the one. It's now to the point with the Falcons. I actually have to kind of be excited for the draft. Um, well, that's your only chance. Yeah. That's where we, we are at right now. And it's either we find the gem of a quarterback in this draft or we're fucking stuck with what we got here. And that's not good unless we somehow say fuck it and get rid of the pick 
and get fucking Baker Mayfield. Like, what the fuck are we like? What what are we doing here? He's the best available quarterback. Well, that depends on who you ask. There's there's some people just driving the Baker Mayfield hate train. Well, we're not gonna get Jimmy G. He ain't even had surgery yet, or just had surgery or whatever. Well. I'll give Jimmy G. The only thing I'll say about Jimmy G is I'm not the biggest fan of Jimmy G, but typically he does win games. Yeah, and but Jimmy G, it would be pointless for us to get him because he would be on the ground most of the time. <sighs> well, <laughs> so and then the. So we have a lot of weaknesses in our game, man. It's like if nobody is taking the quarterback in this first, like, you know, this first round, then we might as well take a fucking lineman and then get a quarterback later. Well, I definitely think that there will be – I don't – I'd be highly surprised if a quarterback doesn't go in the first round, but this could be one of the few years I've seen in recent history that a quarterback might, might not get taken in the top ten. And um, that's – that's pretty crazy. Kind of shows you the uh, the available quarterbacks. Man, <sighs> it's it is. I, I start to understand why Skip Bayless said it's a starless draft. Like I get it, but well, usually you got somebody who's you know just kind of like okay, well this guy's. You got an eye on somebody to be possibly okay. the best player in the draft. I, I, I dropped my three names. Yeah. So I'll see if I'm wrong. We'll if see. I'm wrong, you know, like I'm I said, I say keep an eye on Thibodeau, but I, I really just don't love anybody that I've researched and looked into. And I don't know if he's a receiver or not, but that the name I've been hearing a lot, and I don't know, it's just real catchy. But Olave or Olay, mm-hmm. he, I don't know. There's something about him too, like it's just it's weird. And I think he, but I think he might be a Georgia or Ohio State guy. I don't know if he's a receiver. See, that's another. There's a lot of like, a lot of um, like you notice how a lot of receivers are kind of just been like let go or being traded or not really worrying about being negotiated with contract. No rush, because there's a lot of lot of GMs and executives that are thinking that they can get another one of these receivers in this draft. Yeah, and that I've blows seen a few my other mind. Names been thrown around. Yeah, that's you know, Drake London. Yeah, I've heard that name a lot. Um, but oh, it's just it's... real weird to me that motherfuckers are okay with Tyreek Hill getting traded. Like the 49ers may be okay with Debo Samuel being gone, even though if this dude goes to the Jets, that's horrible. <laughs> um, he'd be the best player the Jets have had in a long time. Yeah, but then that dude just wants to get paid. He don't care about winning. He had a better he's, chance I mean, winning in San arguably, Francisco. I mean, he's arguably the most dangerous receiver in the game of football. Yeah, that's South Cat boy. South Cat taking over, bro. But um, I, yeah, I, I, so I, I'm I, not too. I'm not what, crazy in South Carolina. But I noticed on Instagram he's got eight six four eight oh three in his bio. I'm not crazy so. interested in the draft myself personally because my team just won the Super Bowl. So 
you know, we, we, but I hate that you we all about that fuck them picks. Yeah, y'all don't care. Hey, you don't care. If you win a Super Bowl, it's whatever. Um, And actually, I hate that you brought it up, but thank you for bringing up Drake London because that's somebody I forgot about. There's a lot of people high on him. Um, With, without specifics, I will say that I don't know if it's going to be the best player, but I think there's going to be a lot of players that are drafted in, say, the third, fourth round of this of this year yeah. that are going to surprise some people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Look, I, I'm telling you, man, like, it's like we were talking about it, too, man. Like, it's this is going to be a sleeper draft, I feel, because there's nobody that stands out. Nobody. There's gonna there. There's somebody in the college world that just didn't get the opportunity to shine, uh, wasn't in the right system or whatever you want to say. That, but I think there's I think there's gonna be some sleepers <laughs> out of here. Never watched one Tom Brady college game in my life, and he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Exactly. <laughs> so, so let's move on to the uh, to the NBA. We got. Yeah, shout, uh, shout out to the NFL for getting 21 minutes worth of time on this podcast. Look at us. That's the power of the draft. I can't wait to the NBA draft. You already know what we're going to do. Dude, yo, there's some teams out there that's got a lot of fucking draft picks for the NBA. The Thunder, holy shit. There's going to be a draft one year that the whole lottery is probably going to be the Thunder. Thunder need to hook us up with one of them picks and we'll give them back Russ. I think it's um, year 2024. They got like four or five first round picks. Yeah, I'm sure they'll end up um, maybe moving Trade. some of that. Yeah. You know, um, if they're but- interested in Anthony Davis, let's talk. <laughs> Well, y'all might be sending Russ back there. Well, that was the only team he didn't take off Instagram. So I know we're sending Russ back somewhere. Oh, he's out of there. <laughs> I know he's gone. Hey, um, shout out to the to the uh of the Lakers saying fuck it. We're gonna put the blame on LeBron on our stars. Okay. Interesting move. <laughs> in, before we started today's show, I had it in my mind that we were gonna do a whole segment on that. Oh, but but I'm not. I'm not though, Um, because I I don't know whether or not to fully believe the reports. So I I don't want to comment too much about it. So, but uh, I I I want to let it play out just a little bit before I, I give my two cents. I got you. But uh but NBA playoffs are still going and they're going strong and half the series is over in the first round right now. Some important games tonight. Right. Tonight, well what who plays tonight? I think tonight they have Dallas, Memphis. Utah. Memphis and um, Minnesota. All right. Memphis and Minnesota's tomorrow night. They gave them two days off. Yeah, so that game oh, they just finish up Friday, or they'll finish up Sunday. <laughs> they stretching those ratings. Well, so they got three games for tomorrow night already. So they try to during the week. The most they'll probably put on is three games at a night. 
So we got so, Utah. So you got Dallas. Utah, Dallas. Um, Let's send them home, <laughs> Dallas. Please. Let's get this over with. Come on, Luca. It's funny because, like, I was marking down, like, where we had done our predictions. And I, in my head, I already thought the series was over. I, I already too, marked man. it down, Dallas and six. And then, uh, and then I went and looked at, at, on the scores, and I was like, oh, that didn't happen? Like, I could have sworn that happened already. Look, Gurr's been over here telling y'all for a long time that this Utah shit's over, so he's ready for them to get booted so he can go ahead and get proven right on that one. <laughs> Bro, I, I've been saying Utah need to be done long before I ever step foot on a podcast. Well, you made a, a big prediction that Donovan Mitchell will not be in a Utah Jazz uniform next season. Oh, he gone? Yeah. <laughs> He gone just Wait, like just like at the beginning of this year, I was asked on this show, do do I think Ben Simmons is going to play? I said Ben Simmons ain't going to play for the Seventy Sixers ever again. And you were right. well, he might not ever play period ever again. But we, you know that'd be another subject for another day. Man, that dude, that's yeah, that's crazy. Why am I having such an issue remembering the other games tonight? <laughs> like I'm fucking drawing blanks here. Was it Phoenix and? Yes, that's on that that game six is on at seven thirty. Come on, let's go, New Orleans. But nah, Suns probably can go ahead and finish up. Oh yeah, and then the Sixers Raptors is the first game tonight. That's right. I hope Doc Rivers' uh, comments don't come back to bite them here, <laughs> bro. Because <laughs> I know you were. Oh, those com- I saw your tweet. So I went and I was like, let me hear what this – I've seen this tweet now twice of this video. Let me, <laughs> let me listen to what – now the girls are shaking my head. Let me go see what this dude said. And then I just laughed. <laughs> it was like, damn, that man had no accountability on that one. <laughs> like, I, I, when, I, when, I heard, when I heard the clip, right, and it's, it's not like a huge deal what he said, but when I heard the <laughs> clip, I could not believe what he said. Yeah, I'm like, really? (laughs) This is really, (laughs) and no one, no one gives me credit for Orlando. Like, what? (laughs) What I love how everybody talks about the bubble, as in you know how difficult it was, and how everybody's on the same footing, and and then how how tough it was for everybody until they go to give the Lakers credit for winning it, and then it was oh it was in the bubble. Oh, that I I don't understand like why people were like had such an issue with it because like what it's the first time that what oh I get it some fans just didn't want to they wanted their team to have an advantage that's all. Let's be real. That's what it is. The one, no one had it like an advantage over the other. There was no travel. Like nobody. There was no home court. There was nothing. Yeah. There was equal playing field. The only, yeah. Like the only thing they really like, if they could have had some fans in there, that would have been crazy. Like if you could have had, have been cool. A hundred, two hundred people in there. Had outside like two hundred people outside in there of the wives and kids something. of the NBA players that Russell Westbrook yeah. was talking shit to. Uh, 
He couldn't help I himself. He was on a basketball it, court. So tonight, yeah, exactly. Tonight, I, I want the Raptors to. I want the Raptors to. I want the Raptors to win this. I want them to be the first team in NBA history to come back from a 3-0 deficit in the NBA playoffs. Bro, if they do this, this will be the first time in a long time that a trade didn't work out for anybody. I mean, you can almost argue that Philly was better before the trade. They were. Yeah. He took away Seth Curry. He took away Drummond. I mean, he replaced yeah, you it. You replaced with your backup James center Harden. with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, and now you got someone who can move and shoot out there, who's now a superstar that's lost a step. Maybe two steps. Because that's how many takes he steps. That's how many steps he takes on every fucking shot he takes after his two like, and a half it's, steps. It's ridiculous. I hate it for him. I hate what is becoming of Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Like I really do. Like I hate it's it. It's been a rough playoffs and a rough season for the old OKC three. Yeah, and that's. But we know what this is, man. This is the. This is the you karma. Is. This is the karma that 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 uh, KD's got to suffer for going to Golden State. Like now, he's trying to put together a team, a super team in a way, and it ain't working. <laughs> Shit I, ain't working. I'm 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 much looking forward to this next series between Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah, I wish sucks, Chris Middleton was healthy. Yeah. I saw the news that Shams posted, so he's definitely out this series and more than likely out for the conference finals. So, I mean. That's it. if they get past Boston. If if Giannis Antetokounmpo goes God mode and beats this Boston team after they just destroyed KD and them. Best player in the um, league, and it ain't even no question no more. He already is, but yeah. Like, it ain't, it ain't no even question. no question. Yeah, it ain't no question. That's right. It shouldn't be a question. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the league, and it's LeBron James. But I ain't put counting LeBron James. He's in a whole. He's a legend right now. He's in the. He's in the goat conversation up there. So let's not. I can't put him in the category of best player in the league because that's LeBron James. Everybody know that. He definitely. LeBron James is still the greatest player in the league. Yeah, he's the greatest player and still the face of the league as long as yeah. he's in it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's damn shame he didn't make the playoffs. Best two players in the league. It's arguably. Well, we know Giannis is, but it's a, it's a arguably that that Tatum might be number two, right now, right now. Um, but then you got Dunkage. That's who I would probably put at number two. But there's a lot of good players in this league, and uh. Yeah. You got Brandon. We're talking about the best players in the league right now. Obviously, it should start with Giannis. I know Kevin Durant just had a terrible series, but he's he's still in the conversation because he's just that good. Man, look for this dude to absolutely go grim. No, slim Reaper mode next year. Like this dude might come back better than ever. Like honestly. We're going to see. I mean, he's getting up there. What's he going to be, about 34? He's always going to be able to shoot, but he just still wasn't getting that separation like he was at the time. Same with James Harden. He can't get no separation anymore. Well, I think a lot of people right now 
what they're seeing with James Harden, what they're seeing with Westbrook, what people think we're seeing with Kevin Durant. I don't think he's done yet. But we're starting to see why what LeBron James and what Kobe Bryant was doing is impressive at their age and how long, how many seasons are under their belt and, and how long it took them before they started losing the step. Yeah. It, it took, it took two major injuries basically back to back for Kobe to really take him out. Yeah. I mean, that last year he could still, I mean, it's, it was still Kobe, but he wasn't, he wasn't able to do and carry the team like he once did. Nah, he let it all out on that final game. That was his. He left it all out there. Yeah, that was his last hoorah, goodbye. That was his. It was very fitting for him to go out with sixty. Shaq's quote till this day is great. It sums it all up. I told him I bet him to get fifty. He said, "Nope, motherfucker, I'm gonna give you (laughs) six. That motherfucker went and did sixty. And that kind of sums up Kobe Bryant right there. I, I miss Kobe. Yeah. I say it all the time because I really do. Dude, basketball ain't been right, man. It's just crazy. It's been fun, but <sighs> it's it that's why I like now when I when I watch Steph Curry go off, that shit's like, damn, I'm gonna miss this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta enjoy it while it's still while he's still playing, man. And like I was, I watched him last night. Um, I want to say this to you since since we brought up that series. Yeah, and and then afterwards, I saw a, a quote from Boogie, who he when he was saying that basically that Nikola Jokic is probably the most disrespected MVP of all time. You know, with him and Russ. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. it, it, it may be there. Like, I, I haven't watched a lot of this series because, frankly, I'm just not that interested. I knew Golden State was going to well, win this. Dude, the fact that Denver is still in the playoff, like in the playoffs, the fact they won a game, it's only because of one player. Like, you take Jokic out of the team like we've talked about. Like, that, I think this would have been a sweep. And Jokic is very good. He's damn near unstoppable. And he makes it look fucking – the way he the way he makes I, it look is just like – it's almost look, mind-blowing. The media disrespects Nikola Jokic by not talking about him more. Because the reason – and that's the reason why people like me, like, who can't – who don't watch the live games, but there's not enough highlights on them either. Like, well, it's crazy not, to me. Outside but, of some but I know, crazy passes – it, yeah, His highlights but, aren't that highlightable. But if you're dropping 30 and 15 and, and 8, I need to see those highlights. Uh, like, what was it? What was it? He was, he was the first uh, first player in NBA history to have, like, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists or something in the same season. Yo, that's nuts. And he just that's, did that this year. <laughs> I ain't gonna know. I, I, I get, but you know what I mean. I would have like, had the triple thousand. I, I get you. Oh, I already know. I'm but, saying um, <laughs> but man, he, he's, I like the way he fought too there at the end. He was he was hurting. Yeah. 
he had he had already had some issues with his hamstring, and he was still out there making baskets, making shots in crunch time last night. Let me tell you uh, something, Gary like, Payton, fucking the second man, the mitten as he, as they like to call him, <laughs> is uh, he came up big last night. And the Golden State team, man, they're going to be a problem. The issue that they're going to have is they're very small. And, you know, Denver out-rebounded them by a, a large margin. Granted, they it didn't gonna... matter because they had the firepower to get past Denver. But if they end yeah. up playing, let's say, Memphis, that rebounding could become an issue because Memphis, I believe, is was hey. the best rebounding team of this season, of the whole season, number one in rebounding, and they're gonna cause some issues on that glass. I got, hey, I got Memphis going to the finals. <laughs> so, well, we gotta see if they get past uh, Minnesota tomorrow night. Uh what's your gut say? You think it's over in six, or I you think, think it's going seven? It's over, man. Oh. I called. We both called Memphis and six before the play before the series began. Not sure if he knows. Did you, did you lose your headphones? Yeah, heard, no, no, I got uh, you. I heard you. Yeah, I did. Cool. I did, but I got you. I got you. Keep going. Yeah, I just gave it. A, I just gave it a little. I gave you a little second just to see if that's what happened. I hated that you did that for a second because when I plugged it in, I heard nothing, and that shit was like, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to do that, and I'm glad you said something. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I stopped what could have been the greatest rant in the history of We the Villains. <laughs> yeah, he stopped a very outburst moment there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but I want to give Jokic a lot of credit. You know, he 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 does catch a lot of he catches some hate. He, yeah. He, uh, he keep he's winning the awards, but you know just this the what he did with that team that he had around him that's that's pretty incredible. So I get sure. why he's winning back to back MVPs, um, but you know he's hasn't had a lot of postseason success, hasn't had Jamal Murray for a lot of it, unfortunately. So that would make a huge difference. Boy, this league better hope. Jokic and Donkic don't ever decide to team up. <laughs> They'll be beating everybody in slow mo. Yeah, should be because that duo is what Dallas would probably hope Donkic and Porzingis was supposed to be. It'd be that uh, might be the, that's the most deadliest Euro duo ever. If they ever it, team it up, it could arguably a better duo than Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki was. Oh, easily. Now, neither one of them boys can shoot like Dirt or Nash, for that matter. <laughs> Motherfuckers better be glad Steve Nash did not come up in this era. Holy shit. Whether any, any era you want to call it, they just better be glad Steve Nash wasn't an aggressive shooter like uh, Steph Kirk. Yeah, we would have been talking about him a lot more. That's another thing with that Brooklyn series. It drive it drove me so crazy, and it just it just basically shows me that the players are the players run that team in Brooklyn because if that team would have ran anything that resembled Steve Nash's offense when he was playing, 
Good God, the whole right? Kevin Durant thing would not have been an issue. No. They ran to, all right, throw it to him on the high post and let him do his, do his thing. And it's so easy to defend that. Man, but all yeah. the ball movement and the player movement that the, that old Phoenix Suns team used to have, there ain't no way Boston would to be able to keep up with all that. Nobody can. And then you got talent like Kyrie who could shoot like he does, and then KD being who he is. They just didn't play the right style of offense. They made it very predictable. Not to take away from Boston's defense and what they did, but they just did not – they made it easy on them. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that point that you just brought up is the only reason why I am okay if we hire Mike D'Antoni as the Sacramento Kings head coach because of De'Aaron Fox's speed being able to run that type of offense. It's the only thing that I am intrigued about when it comes to that. But your point was spot on. Let me think of, is there anything else that we need to talk about from the NBA? Let's, let's, um, Let's let's talk about this just real quick. Uh oh, what we got? Whose legacy do you think has taken the biggest hit in this first round? Whether it be KD, Kyrie, Jokic, or Trey Young. Hmm. Ah, that's tough. It it seems to me it, it has to fall on the Kyrie-Durant duo more. Only yeah. because they have rings already. I, I, I think it did take the biggest hit. Um, and, and mainly because if you look at it just from the, uh, the standpoint of now people are questioning KD's rings again in Golden State. Yeah, and that's not what he wanted, ever. Now they're questioning. He's like, wait a minute, you know, we Kevin Durant's a special player, but he's never really won much outside of when he went to Golden State. Um, obviously, nope. toenail away from beating the what would be champions last year in the playoffs. So we, you know, we yeah. can't forget about that. But you know, it, I, I hate I hate to question it because KD's a fucking outstanding player. But you know, we That's why he's, he got to the finals before, and uh, you know, obviously he ran up on Dwayne <laughs> Wade and LeBron James, Chris Bosh. Them boys weren't ready at that time. Um, but it's just uh, it's it's interesting to think about. So I think. If we're, if we're going to call anybody's legacy into question, I think his takes the biggest hit. I'm not putting all this on Kevin Durant, just like mm-hmm. I ain't putting all of this Lakers season on LeBron James or even Russell Westbrook for that matter, even though I got – there's a lot of the blame that I will that I put there on both of those oh. guys. But I, I think, uh, Yo- unfortunately for Jokic, it's, it's tough when, when you're – you're back-to-back MVPs, and you're getting bounced out of the first round two years in a row. It is tough, but injuries is the biggest excuse that they have, and it actually is valid. Uh, yeah, so that's why I, I'm not holding it too much against Jokic. And it's like I you said, too, with Trey Young, is they haven't won yet. Trey Young just had the worst series 
of know, his career I mean, by by far, and it, it was terrible. He was bad. Look, the only I, thing I do think he'll come back because I have faith in Trey Young. Where a lot of people just lost yeah. a lot of faith in Trey Young. A lot of people lost in faith in Trey Young. That's only because he was exposed as a one-dimensional player. That's all. Right. But we also now, can't forget. We also can't forget that this guy. I mean, they were what a nine seed. Yeah. Up. I mean, it's not like they. Were, it's just it's, their team was not as good this year as it was last year. Um. Oh, you know, but the, then we got to remember they they didn't even have their one of the biggest key players they didn't have as well. They didn't have Clint Kent, uh, Clint Capella down there to, to. Well, they didn't have him for the first three games. He was back for the last two, but you know he just came back to uh, try. It's not like he was fully healthy. John Collins wasn't fully healthy when this series started either, oh, but he gave he, it a go because Capella got hurt. Hey, I earned a lot of respect for Atlanta. And I can't put Trey Young's legacy in question. Like I said, it's like they haven't won anything. Everybody else's legacies ain't even – they're not legacies yet to me until you start winning some championships. i tell you, though, Ky- what I think has Ky- happened. Hey, Kyrie, if it wasn't for LeBron James, bro, yeah, you hit that big shot. But if it wasn't for LeBron James, you wouldn't be in that moment. You wouldn't have had that shot. Right. Is what it's starting to look like for him. And Kevin Durant is starting to look like, bro, if you didn't go to Golden State, you would be ringless as well. So I definitely feel like, and I hope anyway, because sometimes I question whether, I sometimes I question whether Kyrie still has that fire inside of him. Well, the Nets is, the Nets got two big issues on their hands because they have two players that honestly, they can't 100% believe if they're, they really want to play basketball all the time. Yeah, they do. Because Kyrie, man, if he has a moment where he's like, nah, something else more important, he's out of there. Like, that's the thing. Like, Kyrie, yeah, he's a he's a great fucking player. I love him on Sacramento. Don't get me wrong. But if there's an important event going on outside of basketball that he feels like he needs to get there or put attention to, he will put it there because it's bigger than basketball to him. And I and I understand all that, to be honest. Yeah, like I, I understand. I, that I actually have a lot of respect for Kyrie Irving, as you know, for no, obviously yeah. me being unvaxxed as well. I, I completely understand his point that you you can't put it on him that. He didn't. He didn't want to put something in his body that he wasn't comfortable with. No, and no, that's why I and, put it on the mandate. I don't put it on him not getting vaccinated. I think that's completely unfair. Yeah, because you had all these like. Because how are you going to have other people that aren't vaccinated come on here and play on the court? Exactly. It's just, he just happened to be playing in New York. Like, you know, that don't, is, that, that makes no sense. They, if, they if, if Kyrie Irving would have, if he was still in Cleveland, or if he was still in Boston, he would have been able to play all year. Because even road game, road teams could come in and play if you're unvaccinated in New York. But he couldn't because, it's, huh? Well, Canada, whole nother country. Yeah, but if we're yeah, going by, so like, yeah. So like, I, I think I don't blame him for not getting vaccinated. I do think that put a huge strain on the team, though. You know, no, just and him I not respect- being around there. And what I was going to say here a few minutes ago was I think this is finally this season 
is the first season that I can remember over the last few or last little while that guys and teams are starting to realize just how important the regular season actually is. Yep. <laughs> uh, a lot of people would take the regular season for granted and like, you know what, we just, we, we get in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I think the Lakers are hundred percent guilty of this too. I thought, I think they thought they could coast their way in just to kind of get into playoffs and go from there. Well, we saw what happened. They finished. Well, we had 11. two teams. The two teams that were the favorites to meet in the finals were the first, were are out of the playoffs right now. One didn't yeah, make it, both, and one got swept. Yeah, but I said they both won the same amount of playoff games. And um, so yeah, so like it's yeah. So to the the overall answer, Kyrie and KD have more legacies in question than the others. Yeah, if we were if we were looking for a one person answer, I'd probably say Kyrie. Um, but I can kind of group him and KD together. Uh, you could say Ben Simmons. Cause his legacy's fucking tarnished. What little he had already. It's done. I mean, there are people like Stephen A is calling him the worst teammate of all time. And he might not be wrong. Bro, I I get it. I get mental health. Like, I get that. Like, I 100% get that. And, I'm, but it's like we've talked about, and you've said it here. He, he might as well just do the the biggest thing and retire. If he's not ready to go mentally by next season, then he he's should like, maybe just retire, man. Because, like, I, if if it's that bad, you're, he, you're, needs to, then, he needs to get he needs to get completely away from the game and cameras and what I don't want to see is him walking red carpets and showing up with famous girlfriends and being all over the fuck you know paparazzi pictures all over the place because no, then that just leads me to believe that it's not mental problems is you don't want to play basketball. Well, that's the thing. Like, if he if he retires, he one thousand percent has to go off grid for a while. And he's he needs to like get with get with himself. I have mental health issues myself, and sometimes the best thing that I could possibly do is seal out the outside world, turn the lights off, get in my cave, and start binge watching and getting a whole different reality. Well, it's like we talked about here on the show with that whole situation. It's like, bro. I know you got the mental health thing, but the only thing that I have one big fucking question, though, is why the fuck were you wearing that bright-ass suit or outfit? Yeah, I mean, you're bringing attention to yourself. If if People with mental health issues ain't trying to bring attention to themselves. And now you got... Now, stress has caused pain in your back. Yeah, I understand that. That definitely can happen. Um, Yes, it can. But... Bro, you were celebrating when they were making shots. You were, but the minute they lost, you didn't want to. He didn't want to come back to no three zero. That's all it was. He that's, didn't want I mean, it's it's. After, it was that one. Ready to go. Yeah, after that one picture, I seen him how he looked sitting next to them, and I was like, "This dude's not gonna play Monday." <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised. 
And then when I saw that shit that he had soreness again, I was like, yep, there we go. But yeah, I hope Bruh, he gets I, it. I, I hope he's okay in my head. But I'm I'm speaking from a basketball stand uh, point. He's not making it look good. That's all. From a basketball standpoint, I was not surprised, but severely disappointed. Yeah. And I, and, and again, you know, I, I bring this up a lot. My a lot of my basketball mentality and how I judge players is based off Kobe Bryant. It's just the way it is, you know, like my favorite player is always my first favorite player was Shaquille O'Neal. And even he, I never had to worry that Shaquille O'Neal wasn't coming out hungry, ready to kill. Boy, Shaq, (laughs) that man was different, all right? (laughs) But... Well, you know that's, yeah. that's just that's just the way it is. So like, I, so you got Memphis ending it in six. Do you think Hell Toronto yeah. forces Game Seven tonight? Or do just you think Philly want, wins? They're in Toronto. I just want to see the internet chaos. So I want to say Toronto, but I think Philly goes ahead and closes it out. I, I yeah, I did call it. I think I called this series Philly and six, if I'm not mistaken. No, actually, I think I called it Philly and seven. You called it Philly and six. Philly. Loses the series, there's gonna be some legacies in question for sure. Oh, there's a pack going up, bro. Woo, woo. And and the only reason I feel bad is is for Joel and B. Yeah, because that's Every, everything else. Don't surprise me. Everything else don't surprise James Harden flailing in the playoffs. Yeah, seen that. Dot Rivers blowing 3-1, big-time leads in the playoffs. Seen that. Shit's crazy. Joel Embiid was, have, uh, you could argue, was the forefront and was the likely winner of the MVP this season until the Harden trade. Oh, that's, that, that Harden game style is not working. It's a, and I, I hate to use this word, but let's let's just say, hypothetically, if Ben Simmons, it, it's not a mental thing, and it's just he don't want to play basketball. Look at the impact that he had this year. He had oh, to have the teams. most impact on the league without playing a game this year. And almost, you could almost say, tarnished two legacies. <laughs> I, and that's one reason. I, I, that's another reason I'm trying not to be too hard on KD and Kyrie, because if they never right. made that trade and they still had Harden, even as you know Harden not being Harden as he is, they might. Still I think be they at play. least win a game or two. Well, because you can't put you can't double Kevin Durant with James Harden. Well, James and... Harden at the very least can play point guard. And he can get the ball distributed the way that it needed to. They, the the Brooklyn Nets, for all intents and purposes, did not have a point guard. They didn't have a facilitator. They had ISO players. Yeah, because their point guard couldn't play. I mean, you have Dragic, but they just really didn't use him in that role. 
the ball was always in KD or Kyrie's hands and their score first mentality. Harden would have been great for them just to spread the ball around and get them in some better, some better positions to make an impact on the game. So I think at the very least they win one or two games if they didn't make that trade. Yeah. And I honestly believe in my heart that if Ben Simmons would have came back in the season and was ready to go for these playoffs, I think they could have beaten Boston. Oh, yeah. But we'll, ne- we'll never know. It would have been tough because this Boston team, they're no joke, man. They're definitely yeah. no joke. This... And I got to I gotta give a shout out to Perk, Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, because it was it was maybe a few weeks left into the regular season. And everybody was talking, so who's your favorite coming out of the West? Everybody was giving, you know, Milwaukee and some people were even still saying Brooklyn and and then blah, blah, blah. Somebody said Miami. The only person I seen said Boston was Kendrick Perkins. And He's a Boston guy. <laughs> well, that's why I wrote it off. I was like, oh, yeah. I, when he said it, I literally went, those fucking Until Boston saw that. guys, boy, that, 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 them Boston boys, well, I'll tell you. And, but he's uh, looking right, right about but look, that. I mean, He ain't bullshitting. And I've noticed this a lot with Kendrick Perkins. They don't give this dude a fair shake with some of the things he says because of the way he says it. But this dude is actually very good. He's actually pretty smart with his, what he knows in the NBA. And uh, so I got to – I think I even tweeted it the other day. It's like I've – you know, I've grown to respect. He's become one of my favorite NBA analysts. I'm listening when Kendrick Perkins talks. Well, he's a player, man. You know, yeah, he used it's to like play. Reddit. You know, them guys that came out the league, they got a, they still got a pretty, they got their ear to the ground still. They got a lot of friends in the league. They know, they know what's going on. Yeah, they, they've been around this. They, they know players. They know how players are. They've seen every type of player come in the NBA. And I'm glad Shaq and Barkley are still around, just so that some we still there's still some old school analysts out there. Well, it, Draymond's going to be a good replacement. Yes, sir. I will, I will say that that should be the new inside crew after they go. It should be Draymond and Perkins. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. But I, I think ESPN will lock up Perk. Well, they should. I, of course, Shaq. They had Shaq on there with on Inside the NBA, or not Inside the NBA, but uh, NBA Today with uh, you know that's hosted by Malika. Um, <laughs> bro, I can't even help it, man. I, I I say it all the time, but she's just absolutely beautiful woman. Um, but Kendrick, he was on there and he was asking answering asking Shaq a question, and then Shaq goes. First of all, Big Perk, when you address me, I don't want to hear you talking in your ESPN professional voice. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I, it's the old school mentality, man. I, I miss, I absolutely miss people that are, because it's not as common these days that are just themselves, and I ain't worried about offending nobody. They just, they just, they just gonna beat them, just gonna beat themselves. Yeah, that's why Garnett has to have a podcast. He can't be on the main. Garnett can't be on fucking family friendly television. <laughs> that man funny too. That's probably why they never mic him up during the games. Oh, that man was a trash talker, son. <laughs> I always like Garnett, man. And that's a, and Damn. If, if we want to talk about conspiracies and whatnot, I'm not gonna 
is one of the lesser known conspiracies that I know about and a few people kind of know about, but never was advertised publicly Wait, as whoa, much whoa. as the Chris Paul situation was. Oh, Kevin Garnett talking- was trying to come and play with Kobe. Yeah, that didn't happen though. Somehow he ends but we up don't in move ball. on from that. And Chris Paul can't come to he come to LA, but no, he's got to go to the Clippers basketball reasons. But <laughs> Kevin Durant can join the never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving um, on. <laughs> so tonight, I'm hoping I, I hope the Raptors win because I I just I need to see. I, I I need to see that game seven because I need well, I'm gonna be on Twitter and watching that game, bro. If that shit goes I mean, to seven, I would have never wanted Toronto to win this series until I saw the Doc Rivers video yesterday, and then oh, I was that would like, just added ice into it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come I was, on, Toronto. y'all gotta pull this shit out. I was like, but this has been the number one trend in these playoffs. Karma. Look what's happened to Carl Anthony Towns. All that shit they was talking. Shit happened to John Morant when they was talking shit, pretty yeah. much thinking the series was over. And look, hey, it's still going. But Josh shut that shit down like he was supposed to in Memphis. Hey, you know what to do? Fucking call me. <laughs> call call me. Um, a, I think I do a, think Dallas closes this shit out tonight because I thought it already happened. <laughs> so it must be going to happen. Luca, can someone give me? Can you give me the 50-piece? I've been calling for a 50-piece in this playoffs. Someone got to give me the 50-piece. I will say this, though, and I don't think this is going to happen. If Mavericks somehow find a way to lose this series to Utah, Uh-oh. then that's not – we're talking about legacies. Luka has not made it out the first round. And if they come back and lose this series with Luka in the lineup after they were up 2-1 before he got back, don't start hating. Don't start this narrative. Don't start I'm, I'm, this narrative. I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. I honestly believe Luca. they're going to close this shit out tonight in Utah. If Luca don't do it, it's the franchise fault. It ain't Luca's fault. Get if out it of don't here. happen tonight, then I would be, like, shocked if they lost in game seven. So, basically, you heard it here first. I did make that little hypothetical. Could you imagine if Jokic and Donkic ever teamed up and then Gerb says some shit like this? They can't make it out the first round. <laughs> People start no. questioning Luca's uh, um, legacy, so Dallas gets rid of him, <laughs> or he wants out. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I know about Mark Cuban, I know that ain't happening. Nah, if Luca wants to come anywhere, come to the team you were supposed to be on. Okay, buddy. Dallas is closing out Utah tonight. That's 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and put. I'm gonna put the um. I'm gonna put the stamp on that one. I'm gonna, uh, you know, Donovan book y'all tickets to Cancun because they're going fishing tonight. Oh, if you let Gerv tell it, Donovan Mitchell and his agent about to be on the phone. I want out of here. (laughs) And he look real good in that purple and gold. He might go to New York. Yeah, I honestly believe. I honestly believe, or I don't want to say I believe, but honestly feel like that's where I'd like him to go. Obviously, if he came to play with LeBron and AD, I ain't complaining. But I think he'll probably. I think the Knicks would be great because they need somebody like that in New York to get people excited again. Oh yeah, Donovan Mitchell's gonna go there and Zion too. 
So I'll be getting excited. RJ Barrett's already there. Uh, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know how it all play out, but if it push came to shove and New York had to trade RJ Barrett to get Donovan, I think they would. But I don't. Th- I, I think they would not want to. Ideally. Oh, that would be horrible for RJ Barrett. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Well, um, then he go to nah, because then he can go to New Orleans and team up with uh, Zion. I, I, I hope the Pelicans win tonight because I want to see a game seven. Oh yeah, I want. I hey, look as much as even though I picked Phoenix to win the series because I was being a smart man, exactly. I still was talking on this show that Phoenix would have an early round exit in the first or second round. And it's starting to – if they win or if they lose tonight, uh-oh. Well, that's like I said beforehand. I said, you know, when, it, when during the play-ins, I, I gave the Clippers the best chance of actually upsetting Phoenix. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I lo- I'm, I'm, I'm loving this Pels team, man. They are very fun to watch. Between I, them, I, I, am, I am slightly concerned that near the end of game five, Ingram landed pretty rough on his tailbone, and I he ain't heard a little. Nothing. Yeah, I ain't heard nothing about it. It just, it, I could tell it hampered him a little bit near the end of game five, but I, I think, I mean, he'll be ready to go. Uh, so I just, I just, hopefully that that won't is not an issue now. Maybe it was just you know hurt him then. Um, yeah. But I hope Pelicans force a game seven. They're going to be in New Orleans tonight, so I know the house is going to be rocking. Oh, man, it's going to be rocking. So, I got a question. Let's say New Orleans upsets, takes Phoenix out. Zion play second round? No. I mean, my, 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 my gut says no. Why jeopardize? Would I, would I like to see it? Yeah. Because it would be potentially Zion versus Luca. Yes. <laughs> oh, so wait, hold on. You mean to tell man my I oh man. I would love a series between Brandon Ingram and Luca Dalkic. Are you kidding me? I that's what I hope we see. You know, <laughs> unfortunately for Chris Paul, I mean he as <laughs> Hey, check the official tonight. Is Scott Foster officiating tonight? <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder. I wonder where I can find that out. Oh man, if I if I find if I see that tweet going around or find that information, uh oh. But man, I, more than yeah, likely, wanna... Phoenix should close it out tonight. But man. If they don't, anything can happen in a game seven. That's a legacy that'll be in question if Phoenix loses in the first round. There are there are rumblings though that Devin Booker could be back tonight or game seven. <laughs> Come I back, think just, he, just, I, my my gut tells me my gut tells me he sits tonight, and if they goes to game seven, he'll probably suit yeah. up and play. Yeah, because I think the reports is like they're going to list him as like probable or something or questionable type situation. 
Yeah, he I might, think might be suited up Phoenix, I think Phoenix thinks they can beat with, beat New Orleans without him. I but if this goes they seven, want, yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to underestimate New Orleans. That they don't, but they're also up in this series. You know, they're so. I mean, they're they're up three. Hey, they just need Chris Paul to do what Chris Paul been doing. And we're just gonna see at that age. You know, he can't do it every night. You know, we saw what happened in game four. If he wants to have a a more healthy Devin Booker, eliminate the motherfuckers tonight so that man can get some more rest heading into the next series. And I think that's where I think that's where they're at. I think that's what they think. He could play tonight, but because me personally, in if I'm Phoenix, I would rather sit Booker beat New Orleans, have him rested in case I have we have to go against Luka Doncic next round. <sighs> because look here. Uh I I'm not gonna be picking Phoenix if they get matched up against Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. Oh, I would I would want Luka to win obviously. Because I'm gonna need Luka to be Luka Magic. But man, it's just this Warriors team looks scary right now, though. They do. They got they they. The only issue I, I see with Golden State is they're real small. They're, man, they're not a real. They're not a real big I've, team. I've seen this before, but in this era, it does not. It, it matters, and then it doesn't. And with a team like Golden State, because of their firepower at times, it doesn't. But well, first, I see first where and foremost, they they got Draymond's got to stay healthy for the whole playoffs. Yeah, because he's the one that allows them to be able to play small. Yeah, I, I know they wish Wiseman was healthy. All or right, so he... listen, we, we we've covered a lot of sports today with more than we actually intended to. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, we're becoming uh, a sports show. Hey, you know, <laughs> we're we're multifaceted. I think we need to uh, move on, though. Let's, let's let's get in some wrestling. We haven't talked a lot of wrestling here lately. Yes, sir. I got some uh, things that we will be discussing today. Got some little points I'll be making about some things. And then I know Gerb's going to have a lot of info to drop on us. Well, let's see. The, the freshest thing that's happened in wrestling is uh, a uh, Dynamite was last night. They playing um, hot potato. Playing hot potato. I I was <laughs> surprised, okay, when Scorpio Sky won this match. I was they're, actually they're surprised. Trying, they're trying the Scorpio Sky face thing again, I guess. But I I I didn't hate it. Actually, um, as as much as I laughed when Sammy Guevara won the title right back and became the three time champion, I didn't I didn't laugh at this one because of the way that it played out. Um, I get what they did here. Throughout this whole feud and back and forth, they've they've allowed for they've allowed Sammy Guevara basically to become heel. They've done yeah. that whole switch. Um, they're getting some people behind Scorpio that where he had lost a little bit of his thunder. Uh, yeah. And now they're setting up between him and Paige, possibly, and Kazarian. Oh, no. Nah. I think 
I think Sky is gonna beat Kazarian clean. And then Ethan's gonna fucking turn on him. If that don't happen by the time they face each other, it's gonna happen within a month. That team's gonna be split. I'm just I'm curious to see how it goes. I, I will say uh, Ethan Page. And Jesus. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Ethan Page is uh he's he's grown on me a lot on the microphone. Yeah, I see where I see why WWE's interested in him. Are they? I see it. Oh yeah, they're interested in him. That's cool. I, I get it. Yeah, he's a much better shape now than he once was on the indie scene. That's one he thing. Would, um, he'd be a great addition to uh 2.0. Or or even the main roster, actually. I could see him somewhere. Either way with Paige. I, I I get it. If WWE's interested, I get it. I do think he, he might even be able to do better on in WWE style than where he's at yeah. now. But yeah. I, I, I do think it. Lambert has helped them a lot. I get why Scorpio Sky has now won this title again, but can we for the love of God please not have another rematch between him and Guevara? Can we get Sammy Guevara away from the title for a while? Yeah. He's a three-time champion. Nobody's going to match that in a while. Let him have that. Oh, and then now you, but you got to make up for that bullshit title ring that Scorpio had. Yeah, he needs to keep this for, I mean, at least like a month, right? <laughs> like, Dude, I, get I, it's a, I get it. It's basically a TV champion. So, I mean, the, the title can changed. change hands a lot. They, well, no. What are you talking about? So that's not a TV title, dude. That's a world title to them. It's no secondary title. Uh, they can say whatever <laughs> the fuck they want to say and and spew the company line and all that. It's a fucking TV championship. And Bro, their, rank, their ranking system made me laugh yesterday. Oh, uh, what's the latest? Oh, they got Punk. You know, number one contender. Blah blah Why blah. This bong. Yet. Let me see what happened. And. It's it's real funny to me, but Mox is still up there who hasn't lost and he's like eleven and oh by the way. This like this year. Yeah. No title shot. And then someone hit my mentions who's a fuck annoying as fuck. It's surprising he got hit in a block yet. Um it was like, but half of them are tag team. I wanted to reply back, but I was like, I ain't giving you the attention. Um He's not and, wrong. But yeah, but then why ain't they getting the title shot? That's what I'm saying. He still needs a title shot. This dude's undefeated, 10-plus victories. And I'm over that whole, oh, well, most of the victories weren't were against. So, well, so was CM Punk's. His big win was against fucking MJF. That's it. I will say this. Uh, <laughs> it, I, like, just, I understand that there's there it should be limited at some point because some victories are going to come as a tag team, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. Because I'm just starting that, it, rankings can't work because of storylines in wrestling is what I'm starting to think. I I think they can work. I just think they're always going to be questioned. I, it's <laughs> man, their women's division is so horrible. I got a couple. I, I, oh well, if we want to talk about a, a tweet, let's 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 talk about 
the the shit show that uh, happened after <laughs> Becky Lynch's comments. Jeez, boy. I guess people do not know the difference of being asked a question and making a statement. <laughs> I guess people don't know how to understand the fucking truth when it hits them in the face. I don't see how anybody could deny the truth behind what Becky Lynch said. What I mean, like, all right, like, who? I just, I just want to know outside of Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, and Jay Garth. That's their three. Who else? Out outside of those three, who else could match up to Rhea Ripley? That's just a random name I threw out. Let's let's put it this way. That's and and Rhea Ripley's nowhere near the top where she should. Rhea be. Ripley's never won a women's championship. Yes, well, she maybe she, she won Raw. NXTs, but no, she won Raw. She, she beat Oscar. She beat Oscar at WrestleMania, bro. Was this during the pandemic? It was the first WrestleMania back. Oh wow, dude! I was completely blank. She was Raw Women's Champ. Yeah, because Bianca was on SmackDown. And that's why I had made it. That's when I made it on, told you, said it on the podcast when we were doing it. I think I was like, I was like, yeah, it was like, makes sense. Bianca won the Royal Rumble and Rhea Ripley was the final other person in the Royal the number one contender facing the other champion at WrestleMania. That's how I would do it. Wow. And I believe so. Yeah. But, you know, it got overshadowed because, I mean, Bianca and Sasha stole the fucking show. That year. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, dude. I yeah, for whatever reason, I, I completely Same blanked thing. that. I, even after after you've told me, I still just like I can't even picture it. The reason why Becky and Bianca just blew out Charlotte and Ronda. You don't even remember that match is on the card. But we're starting to see a trend though. Bianca's been in both those matches. <laughs> Bianca, yeah. She's um I, I oh man like speaking of IWC tweets I'm gonna say this tweet and then I'm gonna give you the spotlight so I can take a piss. Oh, um, the the tweet where somebody actually literally said that Bianca is terrible on the microphone and I'm gonna mute. Wow, how terrible on the microphone! Yo, these people, man, they can't be real people, man. These can't be real people. Like, this can't be. This has to be someone typing something. Like, I don't know. Like, this is weird. Like, who? Who? What? Name one person besides those. Well, even those three. None even those three can cut a, ba- a better promo than Bianca. Britt Baker can't. Jade can't. And no, Thunder Rosa can't. Bianca would kill them promo wise. Everybody should know this, and it's and it's crazy that she's this good, and she's been faced majority of the time. Wait till they actually see the heel work. I mean, <laughs> do you think they actually will though? Because I've I've seen personally, I've been watching, and a lot of times they with the way they uh, she'll they have cut to the camera and everything. I'm seeing just so many people and so many little girls that are just like absolutely love Bianca Belair. 
Hey man, it'll it'll happen if it needs to. I think. If it needs if it to, ever if it ever gets stale, they'll know what to do. But right now, she's on fire. And I, it sucks right now. But in in the WWE aspect of the women's division, I actually feel terrible for the goat, Charlotte Flair. She's had a finally a long title ring, and it's meant shit. Uh, the, I, don't wanna, I, I just don't want to continue to dump on Ronda Rousey, but yeah, dude, I, I, no, no, you have every right to, dude. Everything. This latest return is this latest return has been, it's been very this, bad. This has been horrible, dude. Like I, I can't watch it. Like I, I can't. Like that promo shit that they try with her. Like man, just give her a mouthpiece. I'm done with it. Like jeez, like this is. <laughs> Like, it, like, dude, like, it's it's not going to get any better because she doesn't want to get any better. She she already has it, like, in her mind. She's Ronda Rousey. She does. She could do this for real. What I don't get is before she, she left and had a baby, she got a lot better. The heel thing was working. Is it because she's trying to be face again? Yeah, dude, she can't do this face. She's thing not a natural she, face, man. She's not a, uh, and it's nothing against her because some people aren't. She's just not a naturally natural, likable person. She just needs to be a badass. That's it. She doesn't need to have any catchphrase. She really doesn't she, even need to talk. She's the one that needs to be doing the man gimmick like Becky did. The, in Ronda Rousey's feud, this is what should happen. She should be feuding with someone that knows how to talk, so they do the majority of the talking, so by the time you see Ronda Rousey, she's ready to beat someone's ass. And I get that Charlotte can be that person, but yeah, as much as I hate to say this, this feud is – you know how, like, there's that we talk about uh, stars that are able to, like, rise to the level of their opponents? I swear this yeah. whole feud with Ronda has really brought Charlotte down. I think what we need to do in this match that they're having at WrestleMania Backlash, I think we need to go ahead, have Ronda Rousey say I quit, and get off the camera. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because then you can start the story and the gimmick of Charlotte Flair saying, I made Ronda Rousey say I quit. Ain't none of you, ain't none of you bitches can say that. And it'll it it won't mean something to the fans because the fans just want to hate Charlotte. That's just what they want to do. Um, and I get so that. <laughs> she's she's a, she's a heel, so it doesn't even bother. But she's but I mean I, she I she's a naturally unlikable person. So and I haven't heard any promos because, like I said, I haven't watched any really with Charlotte and Ronda because, like you just, said, it's this it's brought don't. Charlotte down. It, it's brought just, Charlotte just down, don't. but. But did she bring back the uh oh? Like was that was that brought back? Bro, I stopped oh. I stopped watching them too. Oh, because I thought I heard a, I saw a tweet where someone said they were um they said don't tell me the uh oh's back. Yeah, maybe she used it. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just and, I, and I was like yes because that would <laughs> that like like people don't understand they're gonna hate it but it's catchy in the audience. It is. It's the same shit with why how Stone Cold got what over, and it ain't, and yeah, it's because it's Stone Cold. I get that, but but if you do it after a million times, 
It's why the fans chant, this is awesome. They've done did it a million times. It's, it's in their head until a new chant gets registered. But, yeah, I mean, so but back to, like, the original topic at hand. Yeah, dude, with, they made with, that. Oh, my with, God. With what Becky said, you know, in the interview, she was absolutely right. And she was spot on with it. If, if you could look at me with a straight face and tell me that AEW women's division is booked better or even as good as WWE stars are, you're fucking wrong. If you're looking at me and telling me that the talent level is remotely close, you're wrong. And I see a lot of people talking about stardom. Who the fuck's in stardom? Bro, like, this is what people don't understand. I know that, I don't know anybody in stardom, but I know a couple things from I know one I know a couple things without having to watch. I know Sasha Banks ain't there. I know they ain't got Bianca Belair. I know they ain't got Oscar, who's probably the best in ring fucking women's wrestler in the world. They ain't got Io Girard. They ain't got Io. I wonder if they're gonna change her name. Um, I mean, who else we got going on? I mean shit. <sighs> Damn, I'm losing. I mean, Rhea Ripley for what? I mean, Ripley. Uh, shit, Charlotte Flair, the goat. <laughs> they, I, I, I already know that. Uh, so, not to bash on stardom because I don't want to talk about it too much. Because, like I said, I don't watch it. I don't know anybody there. I just know they ain't got no one of that caliber there, or else w, they had been on WWE's radar already. It's the same shit that I said. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I know I've said it in person. These, that shit's gonna be popular in Japan. If you put that on American television, it won't be popular. It's a different style, and it's and it's not even us disrespecting it. That's just us being real and just speaking a fact. Because every wrestling company that's on TV in America, they want casual viewers. They don't. They don't care that yeah they they'll cater to your hardcore fan base they will, but that's not what they're really trying to go get. And right. but there's no but there's no damn there's no star dude. The only star they have in the women's division is Jade Cargill, and I, I'm sorry yeah Britt Breaker you're good but you ain't a star or a superstar. Jade Cargill can be a superstar. They're gonna they're gonna have to pay her a lot of money. Like I hope they know that. Yeah, they, I'm sure they probably will. My gut tells me that she's probably coming to WWE. Yeah, dude, because like I said, or maybe you've said it to me or on here on the podcast. Bianca J print money. Yep. Um, so as oh, far as I, I just I can't see how anybody can argue the fact um, if, if we're and how if we're if we're not talking the talent and we're just talking about the booking alone. Let's let, let's let's look at some of the booking then, okay? Let's talk about Tony Storm, who's been there for what probably like a month now, right? And well, she qualified for a match that tournament, and then that's that's about it, right? I, I well yeah maybe, and so I know she's had like a few matches. I I, well, I don't see her getting booked any better. If I'd say she's maybe getting booked worse. 
tweets. Like, that's why I bookmarked this tweet that I'm about to repeat again. AEW, take dark, take elevation. Make that your women's shows. Showcase nothing but your women. That's where that's like 80% of your matches on those shows anyway. And that's how that's how you get these damn records y'all come up with. Because next time you see Storm on Dynamite or Paige, she'll be like 10 and 0. <laughs> because like someone that has TNT or shit like has satellite or live TV and stuff like that, that they're not gonna go watch the YouTube show. Unless you promote it like it's a big deal. Like it's that's yeah, what I would do. Yeah, they, I they just, they, because there's there's a couple women in WWE that are bigger superstars than men in the AEW. Like that's the difference right there. I, I think you might have hit it. Now with that being said, there was a time where the biggest star in AEW was arguably Britt Baker. Bro, could you imagine if Becky Lynch's music hit in AEW? Hey, Cream. You want to talk about a pop? Or even but Sasha I, Banks comes over there. Dude, that crowd's going to lose their shit. I, I mean, there's people, there's women in AEW that have never held a women's championship that are better than the majority of AEW's women's roster. And that, that's not debatable to me. Like, if, if you look at, look, I mean, look at Liv Morgan. Yeah. She's never been women's champion. And she's, I mean, she's a lot better than a lot of the women's talent there. Um, Sid, I'd even argue now that uh, she's kind of surpassed her old mentor, uh, Ruby. Well, Ruby, where is she at? She was on, she was on Dynamite last night. She showed up and, with Tony Storm. I don't know if maybe they're going to do a tag match with Britt Baker and Hater versus them two, maybe. Oh, man. I am a fan of Jamie Hater. And it's not just <laughs> oh, for the obvious reasons. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> woof. I'm going to go ahead and call it. Britt Baker is probably win- winning that women's tournament. I don't know how to call the winner of those tournaments, you know, because I, I want to say that there ain't no one out there that should beat Samoa Joe, but I can't say that that's not going to happen. Oh, it's going to be Dax Hardwood. So what are you talking about? <laughs> At least I know it won't be clean. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's gonna make right. Joe. Oh, oh, okay, we we want we want to talk we want to talk hypothetical. He gonna make Joe do what? Bro, I'm telling you, man, it, it seems to be right in it. Gonna go far in this tournament. I'll I'll tell you right now. Did a Dax Harwood faces Samoa Joe and beat him clean? I'm gonna turn off the fucking television because that's just asinine. <laughs> Hey, we talk, I mean, he's not gonna. I mean, Joe's not gonna be that big of a deal on AEW. He's gonna be head head of the. He's gonna be at Ring of Honor, and that's cool and all. So he's basically gonna be doing what he was doing at WWE, basically. So. All right, so let's let's talk about uh, their world champion. He wasn't there last night because he got the vid, but um, 
it's, they, they're, they're running with it. They made it official. It's going to be him versus CM Punk at double or nothing. Man, what a pointless ramble that was from Punk, by the way, after that was official. <laughs> um, I didn't get the same vibe from it. Why do you say that? Why didn't you get in the ring? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's just it's different. And it wasn't because it, it was like a impromptu segment. It, he uh, yeah. he was on commentary for the match before. Oh yeah, he was on commentary for Dax and them, and then uh, you know that graphic hit the screen and that shit he got popped mic. up, and he grabbed a mic and he just had a few things to say. I, I don't I don't think that was. I think it was. was that- I think it was good that it was different. It was like a. It made it feel like this wasn't a planned segment. Let CM Punk just got that news that he's gonna challenge in the world champion, and he had to grab the mic real quick. And it was horrible. <laughs> I, I actually wouldn't say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. We can agree to disagree because I'm yeah, Punk. Fuck it. I, I'm just um, gonna disagree now. But I've who's seen... the guy in the front row with the bag over his head? Oh, that's freaking what's his name? Um. Oh fuck me. It's freaking uh, not not smart, Mark. No, they they gave uh, Ringside News a lot of grief over that last night because it's I didn't know this either, so I can't be too mad. What happened? Hang on, what? I'm, I'm I just went to Ringside News so I could see, but it says Br- Bray and JoJo are engaged to be married. Didn't this happen a long time ago? Dang, I thought they were already married. Okay, well, just, you know, moving on. <laughs> hey, an congrats. hour ago. Hey, yeah, cool. Come on back. <laughs> yes. Anyway, but yeah, what did they say? Uh, and, uh, is it is it Kaz? I can't remember who it is. It's fucking some. It's one of their people who's been out there doing that apparently. Oh. Oh, it, it was just weird because the way it was happening when I saw it and during the punk segment, I was like, why ain't this person about why ain't this person attacking punk? This is not MJF about to attack punk. <laughs> oh, it's I think it's Kip Sabian. Oh, jeez. Who's been doing that? So yeah, get like I, I get get what are we doing? <laughs> That's what and, damn and Britt Baker on. said as they as they were leaving when they were talking. His Ruby was there backing up Tony. They were like, "Well, now we're gonna go to your home, and we gotta go. We gotta go to your home and catering." Yeah, That's well, she'll be after this tag match. Um, but and where's Miro? I don't know. I, I hope he comes back, man. I miss Miro. A lot of my real? people just a lot he of my real? guys that I really like that are in AEW just aren't around right now, and it's making the show feel weird for me. Like, I, I'm a huge Miro fan with the gimmick that he was running as the Redeemer. Yeah, um, why he came out there and choked out Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara, and he went up there and snatched the belt off the ladder. That's how I would have booked it. Hey, I'd have been cool with that. Why not? The fans um, would have been too. And then he would have put Tate Conti. She, she would have got a the Miro stretch or, or whatever he calls it now, the accolade. I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she was, uh, I don't think she'd be stupid enough to mess with that man. Because if we're being real in AEW, 
Yeah. That man got status. Yeah, I just – I mean, I knew he was hurt at one time, and then he was cleared. He re-upped on the deal, and then uh, – Maybe they, they just don't have anything for him, or maybe they're saving his return to be bigger. I don't know. I hope he's back soon because I do miss Miro. I'm also a huge fan of Malachi, and uh, at least I, I... – They be dropping the ball on certain things around there sometimes. They 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 got they they get these guys with big singles runs, and then and they're get, putting them in these stables. Yeah, and get uh, not working away from that Dan Housing guy. Get granted away from that. <laughs> granted, the House of Black, like they're about to feud with Death Triangle because Phoenix returned last night. That, that that'll probably be a good match. Again, <laughs> this well Phoenix got hurt for so long, so I, I mean it's good to see Phoenix back. That was an ugly looking injury he had. If this. Dude does not reveal or unveil some damn trios title titles already. I mean, it, it's it's writing itself with the multiple six man groups tag matches that they can have and they have had. It, I just don't see why he hasn't done that yet. And but, they uh, even trios records, so. Yeah. So, but with FTR, they had a good singles match. Um, I don't, I'm not gonna cream all over my pants like some people were online about it, but it was good. Um, I was expecting a little more, but it was good. I, I, I guess they gave me about what I expected. Um, because I, what I didn't want to, because I already knew that they probably weren't gonna beat what was what's my favorite match of all time when two tag team partners face each other. And obviously that was the split of Matt and Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania. Oh, no, nah, ain't nobody topping that. That was their element. I don't know. This dude's going. finally hit. Oh, I was wondering. The other day, it finally hit. Um, but yeah, uh, Nah, they can't. Nobody can really top that because that ex- that story and everything was just done right. It was just done perfectly. And uh, the the JAS segment with um with Eddie Kingston and them, I, yeah. I'll 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 be the one to say it. It was terrible. I think it we're starting to see. Starting to see a trend here where I I respect him, I do, but I just rather hear Eddie Kingston talk than fight or be in the ring. Oh well, yeah, I I I agree with that to a certain extent. But the issue that I've had lately is I almost don't even want to hear Eddie Kingston on the microphone. I feel like he kills the vibe of every segment that he's in. Well, and I, like, maybe it's just me, but you know, he's I just I get me, he's been a vibe killer for me. I get the promo style and I get what he's trying to do, but then sometimes I do feel like it is a little too much. Like, hey, you can you can chill out. You ain't gotta like bury your guy every time. Right. <laughs> like he's he goes for the the burial every 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 word he speaks, like that's his style of promo. I, I is how I interpret it. I could be wrong. I I I, I kind of feel the same, to be honest. And it's it didn't do anybody any favors. 
I, I mean, like, I, yeah, like, and I know because I know he's special on the microphone. Like, I can see it. I, I understand that. I, and he has his moments. But here, the last little bit, ever since, like, after the CM Punk feud, he's been more onto the, I'll just bury you on the mic, just looking for that, that oh, shit moment every time on the yeah. microphone. It's almost like how he, how he can, knows he can't do the spot in the ring like everybody else, but so he's looking for the mic spot. That's I, I, one part that I did like from CM Punk's uh, promo that we were talking about earlier. Okay. <laughs> so I have a lot of respect for everybody that I faced inside this ring, maybe besides Eddie Kingston. That shit was great. Um... But I just the whole segment wasn't very good to me. I, I is it is you know it's kind of cringeworthy to me honestly, and I should I never feel that way about a Jericho segment. I'm a little disappointed because I I see what Jericho sees, but man, Jericho should have let Daniel Garcia go to the BCC. I would have preferred him in there over you, Garcia. Yeah, because that was the original name pitched, but Jericho wanted him. I I think it's fine. Uh, I think it's been good up until last night. Uh, Garcia's little time on the microphone that he spent it was eh, it's the worst I've seen from him. But um, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yuta's they've got Yuta dumb fucking over with the crowd. I'll say that much. Uh, I I see it, but. I see it, but I don't see it for myself. But I see the crowd. I see the the, the chance. I see the shit he's getting. But for me, it's just like, <laughs> bro, you, no, <laughs> no, and like I, it's just I don't know, man. I guess maybe maybe I'm too much of an e drone, as they like to say. <laughs> and I have the I don't know man I just, he's too small of a guy man he's just too small like, I can't I can't see that as somebody that's supposed to be able to beat let's say a powerhouse Hobbs yeah I, and I think Yuta's done well since the transition and the match that he had yeah. Moxley was very good I actually really liked that match um, but uh, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think he'll have this theme once he's done with Brian and Mox. Yeah, that's that's the biggest problem I have with it. Like, obviously, this dude's gonna have to go his separate way at one point, and ah, <laughs> he if he separates himself from those two one day and. Yeah, I'm not. No one's gonna be invested. I mean, the crowd liked him already, but yeah, he's he's dumb over right now with the AEW crowd. So I, I'll give him credit for that. Um, but but Mark Henry got to come out and say he's wrong because this is not gonna be no NWO. Well, I don't I don't know about all that. Yeah. Well, there's something else I wanted to touch on from uh, AEW last night, and I, I thought of it while I was in the middle of a sentence a few minutes ago, and now I can't remember again. I got. I, I guess I will. I'll sum up AEW with saying this: 
that if Punk wins that title, which I feel like he should. Thank God. Oh, oh listen, here's the – I don't know if you've seen it, but there is a lot of AEW people, fans, that are still saying, it's like, we're all in agreement, right, that Hangman Page should retain against CM Punk. Please tell me this is a joke. That's not a joke. Dude, I'm – I hope AEW does not listen to that. I hope they do not listen to that. I, I just, I, I've, it's weird for me, man, because like back in the I, day, I, it was real cool. It was the cool thing to start hating on John Cena. And everybody was hating on John Cena. But we were hating on John Cena, but we could still see. I get why he's there. I get why he was that guy. John Cena was still drawing a lot of house money. I don't. <laughs> I just I don't see it with Hangman Page. And I've said this till I'm blue in the face and I almost get tired of saying it because I don't know how else to put it. People but, tune in to want Cena to lose. Ain't nobody tuning in to see Hangman Page, period. Apparently they are, and I don't understand it. But people are saying that they want Page to win. Not fucking me, man. I'll, I'll give credit. There is a large portion that's saying Punk should be the one. I there is. They are people saying it. But I, it's there's still a, a, a huge number of Page supporters, and like I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around why they feel that this guy is the man, because all, I just don't get it. See, in all, my opinion, CM Punk should win that title. And then we get CM Punk versus MJF three. But Punk's not going to be a transitional champion. Well, I mean, it, it don't have it doesn't have to necessarily happen immediately. He can feud with someone else first, but I do Man. think that that would be a good way for MJF to get the title. I don't know. I I'm gonna go ahead and say this. If Hangman Page, if Hangman Page retains the title at double or nothing against <laughs> CM Punk, I'm really gonna have to consider not covering AEW for myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, it's gonna like, bro, like you got to admit if that happens. That's going to be horrendous. And then I can hear the other people now. It's like, oh, yeah, but no, Hangman can win, and then, then Punk can turn on him afterwards. No. If Hangman beats CM Punk, MJF better be next and better take it from him. Just so he can lose it to Punk? I would be well, fucking mad. I mean, that would be terrible, but I honestly... But that I will just, happen. But that will happen. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, like look here, man. Like, I, I just... My whole thing is with AEW sometimes with them, they do some things a little too long and wait a little too long for certain, for some things. They waited too long to put that title on Hangman Page. I agree there. Just like they did with Scorpio Sky, but they're getting a second chance here. So thanks to the fucking heat that damn Sammy Guevara was getting. Now, 
outside of the Sammy Guevara feud, let's see if Scorpio Sky can redeem himself from the last time that they failed and didn't put the title on him when he when he was red hot going against Cody. Um, but man, Hangman, oh dude, I just don't, I don't see it, and I can't believe people want this dude to retain. I I don't understand it. If they want this company to keep growing, CM Punk needs to be world champion. You need to start having some names hold that title, because when they look back on it in history. If their company lasts long, if they go and go far, Hangman Page is going to be their lowest drawing champion of all time. Because I can't count Omega's run because majority of his run was during the pandemic. But I, I, yeah, I, I think Kenny Omega was actually a good champion, especially it, it was very. Age. It, I I feel bad that I didn't give it appreciation enough after what happened. Well, it started to grow on me after a while. Like I wasn't sold on it at first, but it grew on me. So I wanted to give Adam Page that same opportunity. Like, look, I know you're feeling this, but they maybe happen. it'll grow on me, and it happened. No, that close. Is. If anything, I feel stronger in my opinion that this guy just ain't that guy. Hey, it and, it, and it's rare. It's rare for me that like usually if I'm not feeling somebody, but the majority of everybody is, I okay, like I understand why it's just not for me. I don't even understand why. To me, the gimmick's not entertaining no more. Fake cowboy. <laughs> I mean, you, you look. I'm gonna be real. It's going to be hard to do any type of cowboy gimmick after what Brock Lesnar just came and did. <laughs> like, that's me personally. I just, man, Hangman Page is, I respect him as a wrestler, great talent, not world champion worthy. That's all. That's, that's, that's all this is. They tried it, it failed. Move on from it. It's okay to move on from that. You've done changed the fucking TNT title in the last month or two, like five times, it feels like. So just go ahead, transition this championship on to CM Punk. Let him have a run with it. it see, as much as I would love MJF to take the title off Punk, I want a heel Punk run while he's world champion because that would just be legendary. Oh, man. Huh? I'm just trying to figure something out. That was somebody was talking about something on Twitter about Raquel, but I ain't seeing no, no kind of news or nothing. So, well, she's supposed talk. to debut tomorrow, I think. Like, wrestling. yeah, I, I seen one tweet talking about like how, uh, of course, this would happen a day before Raquel was supposed to get her first match or something, but I ain't seeing nothing else. That's all the tweets said. So I'm not even going to entertain it anymore. Um, but before we end today, um, maybe. But before we end today, uh, we need. I know you had some uh, thoughts on Joe Gacy that yes. you would like to talk about. 
Hey, AEW, you got some spotlight today. Give me a, give me some money, TK. You pay all these other dirt sheets. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Gonna, he ain't going to pay you to shit on the product. And we talking about. <laughs> you need that criticism, man. I could see this dude blocking me one day. Or, or like, responding to one of my hate tweets. Oh, God. I hope. Please don't do that. Please. It might get my show to listen, and then people will trash it. <laughs> oh, they'll oh, trash well, of course. it. They're going to trash it. They'll, have, they'll be trashing my profile pic. They'll, oh, dude, they'll, they'll run me through the mud, those bots. <laughs> they're going to hit you with neck beard again. Oh, man, dude. They'll, they'll, no, nah, they'll be, look, you can't go for certain people on the internet, dude. Like, man. I had to <laughs> chill out with that fucking, that Meg the Stallion situation. Yo, these motherfuckers is Crazy, yo, these fans, these weirdos on the internet, bro. Like they be, do, they be, like these motherfuckers be finding people's addresses and shit. Like yeah. this is some weird. That's some weird shit. Like, I what know are someone y'all doing? Be in for a real fucking rude awakening <laughs> if they find my address and come see me. <laughs> like, like, bro, like I was seeing some shit. Like I was like, yo. Oh fuck this is wild. Fans. I gotta stop worshiping these celebs like idols. Relax. Cause I'm gonna be real with you. That's not gonna that's not good for your mental. It's not. It's really not. Like you gotta and don't even think I'm even judging you or even just you gotta look at that shit from the outside looking in type situation. Like you really gotta come like take yourself out of yourself and look at that shit and be like, whoa. Cause trust me, like as a, like, a, as a kid, like as a kid, I used to fucking love be looked up the motherfuckers and like, hey, yeah. Like I get inspiration now from people, but I yeah. can't I can't worship that shit. I yeah, you gotta believe in yourself before anything, for sure. Um but yes, I, bar- I, will I, I barely worship a higher power, more or less worship any fucking human. Exactly. If I'm gonna worship any type of human, why not be? Why not be yourself? Exactly. I know most people will say, "Oh, that's egotistical." Could be, or that man has got a lot of confidence in himself. I do got an ego. What you want? What do you want me to deny it? Yeah, that's true. But you know, speaking of somebody, got an ego. But speaking of somebody that does have a fucking ego, and definitely believes in themselves, and is finally giving us a glimpse. Of his psychotic but deep ass fucking mind is Joe Gacy on NXT. And man, this feud with Braun Breaker has really took him to another little level to me. Because we're finally now starting to slowly see the darker side of his vision. Right. And it's funny because of the shit that he's talking about. It's, he's showing you the darker side of it that that nobody has ever seen. And, it, and it's funny that they're shedding light onto this. But man, especially when he said he was going to shape NXT and turn it into his vision, that's the, the reason why I feel he should be the next champion is because that's the best way to transition from Braun Breaker to a whole different NXT. Because once Braun Breaker goes to the main roster, this should be a different 
era type for the NXT main champ for their world champion. There, there should be a different era. There should be a different feel to it. Mm-hmm. The big, the notice, the thing I've been real intrigued about is I ain't seen Harlan in weeks. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. And Rick Steiner came out, and I know they were being like you know nice, and they didn't do anything to him. But I'm just starting to wonder because he's never hurt Rick Steiner at all, right? In this whole situation. So, like, I'm low-key wondering if Gacy is going to mind control somehow get into the head of Rick Steiner and it's going to screw Breaker out of his title. I, I, I definitely think it's possible. Because the way the angle happened on NXT last, the Druids were out there. Breaker, well, Gacy was in the ring talking about how when he becomes... NXT champion, you all can finally see my vision of NXT and I can show and you can accept it and be accepted into my world. Like, like, this dude was on his Bray level. He was on his Bray shit. And so it's, it's, it's interesting because this reminds me of when Bray was in NXT. I'll be the first to admit that because people I think he's been it. The yeah. biggest, the biggest chance in my mind. Even though I, I'm not disrespecting them, I haven't nah. fully clung on to it yet because of how big of a fan I am of Bray. But I, once I start separating them two into different entities, then I could be able to appreciate it a little more. I, I, I haven't. I, plus <laughs> two, I haven't watched. I haven't been religiously watching NXT like I used to. So yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I haven't been around for a lot. I'm just catching video, small clips and shit like that. So. Well, this, this feud is the first time he's finally been featured heavy. Right. And now you're finally starting to get more of a story into him. But, and now with these druids popping up around and shit, it starts to let me know, okay, he's, he's tapped into another side of this vision. So it's like, it almost to me seems like he has a split personality. Like there's a dark side that we ain't seen yet. Like we just seen the 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 market version of him. Like so we we'll see this funhouse break. Yeah, basically this is this is him. this is the corporate version. How you see it on the program, but you ain't seeing who's really in there controlling. Right. Because if you even look at Gacy, it doesn't even look like he's like when he's talking, it doesn't even look like he's in control. Like so it's like whatever his darker persona is on the inside is what's pulling the strings yeah. to make it in society. Basically like a fucking evil entity possessing something. But like man, and and it's just a very interesting story. And I but there's also another theory I have that could happen. If Breaker retains the title, there might be a Scott Steiner appearance. It'd be interesting. <laughs> they don't want to hear that siren go off. <laughs> yeah, I know he probably can't really wrestle <laughs> like he used to, but uh, I've, all, I've always, man, Scott Steiner, 
Big Papa Pump, I wasn't sold at very first. When he first came out there with his blonde hair, I was like, what the fuck just happened to this guy? But, but man, did he ever <laughs> fucking make it work. But to, to this day, one of my favorite entrance musics. Oh, man. it's This feud has been Breaker's best feud and Gacy's best feud. Good. And I, but I like what the message that Gacy is trying to teach Breaker is you can't, you gotta, you gotta let everything go if you want to keep that title. Can't all, can't, because everything he's showing him, he's putting things that he loves in front of him and look how he, and it's, and it's fucking him up each time. Right. Like it's showing. Yeah, it's good storytelling because it's a different way of telling the story of like if you want to stay at the top, you're gonna to have to make a lot of sacrifices. Right. And Gacy is willing to make those sacrifices. Obviously. He doesn't care about anything. <laughs> but he wants to be accepted. You have to accept him. Have they, um... <laughs> uh, that, that could, I I'm not gonna dive into that one, but yeah, I think I you... know. Oh, um, this is this this is Vince McMahon. All right, this is funny. Have, <laughs> have <laughs> they have they set a, t- a date for the match? I think it's next week. Is spring breaking, bro? That thing. That's is next that week. right? Yeah, might so, actually watch NXT next week because I know they yeah. got like they got like a couple different events coming up, right? Um, I know we got the spring breaking, and then I think what next week might be backlash. Well, I mean, I think NXT has like a couple different things, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they might. Yeah, they might. Like the next few weeks all have like their different theme shows, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. We might have some shit going on. I know. But um, yes, uh, next Sunday is Backlash. Next Sunday. Nice. I'm about to re up the Peacock. I got you. But, um. um... Yeah, but um, that I, I just wanted to touch on that because I just think because that's the closest thing to Bray Wyatt we're gonna get in the wrestling industry right now. Yeah, I mean, we obviously you got the whole uh, Judgment Day stable, which I like. Um, oh man, dude, Gacy would be perfect for that group, but I like what he's doing by himself. It's kind of hard to group him because yeah, he's staying. Yeah, he stands he, out. He needs to be the main mouthpiece of what he's doing. Yeah, it's the same way Bray was. That's why he was able to work with Orton like he was because Wyatt can, was still the mouthpiece. This dude can have his version of a Wyatt family. Interesting sure. to see what happens with Harland. Haven't seen him in a few weeks. I hope everything's right. all right. But then again, this dude, they might have something else different. And this dude might have impressed them somewhere. And they might got other plans. <laughs> I, I, I still think that it'd be a viable solution to add Von Wagner to Judgment Day. Uh, yeah. Because he wouldn't have to talk. Well, he, yeah. And it was a weird that he was fighting Tony D'Angelo. Um, this well, past- that was because of uh, like what didn't someone get COVID and they had to put Tony D into the match? No, they had to put Von Wagner in the match. 
because Tony oh, D. was that it? Well, the story, I know the official thing is probably COVID, but Tony D's out here mobbing, bro. He had to take mm-hmm. Santos Escobar out because Santos Escobar was supposed to fight Tony D, I think. I got you. I got you. And he got hit with a crowbar the week before. And Santos Escobar told Tony D, you could do your little be the Don, but just keep your business out of my way. Tony D ain't like that. So, but see, yeah, the fact that Tony D was facing Von Wagner, I was like, wait a minute. Neither, I don't know who won the match, but I know these two, the way y'all been booking them, don't need to lose right now. So if Von Wagner's losing, is he going to join Judgment Day? Because that would be perfect. I... I, I still think that would work. Like when we were first trying to figure out who would be a good addition to that once we were, and this was before priest was actually an addition. It was one of those, it was already rumored and speculated. So we're like, man, if he does join and they keep trying to grow this group, who else would be a good fit? And then Vaughn Wagner came to my mind mainly he's because got, of the look. He's and, got the look, he's got the height. Got the size, it, like everything. yeah, because Edge and Priest aren't necessarily smaller guys, you know. So, uh uh-uh. and plus with Edge and Priest, <laughs> Wagner don't have to say a fucking word. It's perfect. Oh, and then if you add Rhea Ripley, she fits right in too. Like I mean, she does. Uh, maybe Harlan shows up for that. Harlan and and Wagner, let that be your tag team for the Bruh, them dudes. Them dudes could wreck shop. Like, so I think there's definitely a lot of options. Man, I think they're like us. Like, I was like, man, Harlan might have impressed them somewhere, and he might be getting a jump. Um, bold prediction though in wrestling, Chad Gable will face Gable Stevenson at SummerSlam. Bold prediction. I definitely think that will probably be his first match. I don't. Whenever yeah. it actually happens, I think Gable versus Gable will be the first match. I knew it was not only because of the um, WrestleMania moment. Winner keeps the name Gable. Well, that too, but the fact that in that <laughs> lie detector segment, Chad Gable even mentioned him again. Uh-huh. And he was like, who's, okay, I'll ask him a question. Who's better, Who which name sounds better than Gable Stevenson, Chad Gable, or something like that. He yeah. said the or something, and then that's when I was like, okay, all right, Gable Stevenson's probably gonna fucking send you back to Shorty G. <laughs> I think I think Chad will be the the perfect opponent for Gable to ease the transition. Dude, they're gonna he put can a- show off the mat wrestling skills because we know Chad can do it. He'll be able to show off all of uh, Stevenson's skills. The they're one thing I don't like about Gable Stevenson so far. And it's been limited because he's only just showing up in the crowd and doing, you know, very little Uh, things. Yeah. I don't, I don't yet see that comfort in front of the camera and, and the ability to project his character over everything, but that's don't come natural. He's, he's, he could build that up. That's just the only thing. Like some people are naturals at it and I don't see that. Hey, look, he's been in some big crowds, but you got to think, man, WrestleMania is a big fucking crowd right there. Then get your oh, first yeah. in-ring moment, like, really. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, when he slapped the cup out of his hand, I got fucking hype. Oh, I and started that's laughing. What, 
that's what I love about it. if you if you ain't even had a match yet or anything like that, and you get me hyped just by the fact that someone just slapped a cup out of the hand the way you looked at them, and you already got me hyped. Like, okay, right, I mean, I can see where it is, but the suplexes well, that- look nice. Like, look very clean. I loved it. That was those were nice. So I I wasn't. I'm not sold. I wasn't. I wasn't I'm not happy. sold on his brother. His brother is no. Nah, I'm not sold on him. Oh yeah, I forgot that was the thing. I, I wasn't I, like that moment Bateman? that Chad no. slapped the the cup out of his hand. I, yeah. I did get hyped. I wasn't necessarily satisfied with what came after. But that's, oh, that's nitpicking. It's his first time doing anything like very physical in front of the crowd like that. I, I'm, I'm, it's just a nitpick. I, I just think that he like... can. I think he can get better. It's just one thing that that worries me off the rip because I don't have a whole lot to base my opinion on. So I can only go on what I've seen so far. And I, that's one thing that worried me that he didn't feel like a natural in front of the camera like that. But I, that's something that can be worked on. So I'm not necessarily worried yet, just what I've picked up on. Man, I ain't worried about that shit at all because I think Loki, this dude, is going to surprise everybody. And I was also slightly concerned that he was the smallest person in that ring outside of Chad Gable. As much as it is, size is still not going to limit him. Unless, like, I, hey, here's my thing. I can't judge anything about the comfort and everything because this dude ain't said a word yet, has he? On the microphone. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it, uh, something tells me I feel like I have heard him say, but if he has, it hasn't been much. I just know if this dude happens to decide one day to get absolutely shredded, this dude's going to be world champ. I think if he hasn't already, um, and and if he's down for it, I'd love for him to to work with Kurt Angle. He might be already doing this dude works. That's what I'm saying. If he hasn't already, I know Kurt Angle's also had, had to have some surgeries recently too, didn't he? Yeah, but this dude so used I'm, to train with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so I do think that there is potential that that could be a match for next year's WrestleMania. Oh, him and Brock? Yes. Oh, yeah, and I, I got to say it. at this point, I'm probably going to be rooting for Brock. Because I don't, I don't, I, think he, I, don't I mean, I know he's a gold medalist, but uh, I don't think he's at Brock's level yet. Dude, this dude's gonna get booed out of the arena. That's Brock Lesnar. So Brock Lesnar is one of the biggest stars of all time. Well, especially if Brock Lesnar is playing face Brock Lesnar still. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought because the only other time I'd seen a face Brock Lesnar, it wasn't very good to me. Back in way back in the day, but uh, some people say they like nah. it, but. This new, the, the recent face Brock Lesnar has been completely entertaining. Nah, this this was 100% Brock Lesnar not giving one fuck. Yeah. And he literally did whatever he wanted. This and since we're talking about just... wrestling right now and we haven't a whole lot lately, I just want to say again, Monday Night Raw, 
is far and away the best wrestling show of the week right now. And it has Dude, been Raw is on fire. Raw is literally on fire right now. Since the draft, it really has been. Yep. And I really do though. I hope that it'll be all right. You got your flagship show back on fire on top. Let's let's focus a little more on the SmackDown side. Let's get some shit going. They just ain't got the people. There's nobody. That's why I'm thinking like there's got to be some call ups coming up. So uh, I remember I, I tweeted about it from the, the Dub TV account the other day. I can and see I feel Mark. like I, I need to say it again. What's is, that? We're seeing now the benefit of a unified world champion. There's a lot of other important shit going on. There's a lot of non titles feuds going on. There is feuds going on, and, and this is what and I, you know, check the tapes. <laughs> I've been saying this for a while. With one world champion, it forces creative to put together non-title feuds, and when you're not relying on the title, it requires a bigger story. It requires more storytelling, and it's just, it, it'll draw you in. And then when you have feuds like this, mm-hmm. um, it, all these non-title feuds that's going on, it's great. Let's say uh, let's take Champa maybe with Ali. That's going to be good. Um, all oh. these feuds that are going on, Seth and Cody, yeah, yeah, is going to yeah. absolutely get the crowd behind them. So that when you put them in the world title picture, the, oh. the crowd's invested. It just feel like oh well, let's let's just throw let's just have him go for the title now. No, because you've yeah. seen the feuds, you've seen these stories, the storylines that have been going on for a few months that's leading them up to it. <laughs> I need I mean, that's 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 what I, I guess I need I need a shirt that says CTT. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. That's your new hashtag. Um man, Raw is on fire. And these non – look, I'm going to give them some props right now. The Live and Rhea feud is great. Yes. Just There's off two of women's mo- non-title feuds going on right now. Yeah. Just and, off there the is moment, not e- and their title is not even unified. Yeah, just off the moment alone, awesome between Becky and Asuka. That is the perfect feud to have, to have for Asuka to come back because it makes complete sense. Yeah, it does. I need to go back and actually rewatch the beginning of that feud because I was watching the playoffs, and then when I tuned over, Oscar's music has already been playing, and she was on her way out there. Um, I know because I, I can't go by. Unfortunately, one of our hosts, Swag, who who <laughs> said that the that the promo from Becky was terrible. This dude hates uh, Becky Lynch, okay. and just he's, and he said that it sounded like that she had like a hiccup caught in her mouth or something when she was trying to talk. I, I so like I can't Jeez. I can't go by him because if, if that that'd be like asking me to judge an she, Italian segment. She's selling the fact that she don't she ain't on top right now. I I I want I need to go back and rewatch it because I've actually forgotten that I wanted to do that and I need and I, I did see on Twitter I saw the clip that had where Oscar's music first hits and then the crowd reaction 
but I, I've yet to go back and watch what Becky beforehand. It was a nice little pop, man. It, it's funny yeah. how she is, how Becky is the female Seth Rollins out here. This shit's hilarious to me. <laughs> he is he's just just taking it to the whole other level because he's just over the top. That's uh, freaking Rollins. But she's Becky. I, like I said, I never want to see the man come back ever again. Big Tom Bex has succeeded that far better than I ever expected, and this just. What she's doing right now, she just needs to keep rolling with because this is the first time I think I can ever say I've been invested in Becky Lynch's career. I think this is the best character she's ever had. And I do yeah. believe that this is where her character was heading had her not turning heel gotten so over. D- back in, you know, way back when. When she, tur- when she first made that turn, Dude, the crowd just popped so hard, and they wanted it to be Becky as a heel. Well, the crowd just loved it; they ate it up. So they had they made the turn. Yeah, um, you had to. You, so you like, I, to. I get it, but that also ruined to me what I think was on the verge of happening. Uh, so oh, now I... that she has big time Bex, this character, uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a fan of the hair, but you know I'll, I'll live with it because it works with the character. Um, she's got a Harley Quinn going on right now. Okay, she's uh, but I meant to me, and you know, I guess me and you both. If if Swag was on here, he would give a, a different opinion. I'm sure he'd but, mute his uh, mic or put the headset down while we talked about this. Oh no, Swag was on this. Uh, Swag was on this episode recording this right now. I'm cutting our mics because Swag, please tell me, <laughs> please help me understand. Why you don't like this Becky character, and I know why because I, I have similar issues. But I need I, w- I would like for him to put it and articulate it a little bit on the air. But I, I'm the same way. Like I, 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 there's certain people that I just don't give. I don't give them the chance to win me over. I really don't. Yeah. If Natty's on the screen, I, I've, I've seen enough for 15 years. I don't. There's Bro. nothing she's gonna do now. That's gonna change my mind. She's killing, and she's killing it in NXT. By the way, shout out to Natty, getting the respect she deserves down there. She's gonna she team up with Lashley. Yeah, she's gonna team up with Lash Legend against Cora Jade and the Key the Lions next week. Moving on, and. <laughs> I, I let me say this. All right, uh, here here's going to be the rare opportunity. I'm I'm going to say something good about Natalia. Uh oh. To me, right now she's where she belongs. She's there oh, yeah. helping the next generation, yeah. help put them over with the name that she's made for herself, even in. We, we hey, agree like to disagree on her reputation as you know. When it comes, the, nah. But anyway, when it comes to behind the scenes, she's one of the best ever for the women's. Yes, I, I and I will, I will not dispute that. And that, and see, and see, people will hear that and think that's a knock on what they do in the ring. No, that's not because if it wasn't for Natalia, some of these women wouldn't have had the opportunity to be as good as they are because Natalia is that good at training. Absolutely, 
and I and I it's, I, I I will not, I will always dispute her on screen character and yeah. her okay. matches, even though she has all the skills that you need in the ring. I've never this, really been a big fan of her matches. I know. I know. I get it. Look, I get it. Her in-ring style is not for everybody at all. It's not for everybody. It She's just don't flow. It, and I often wonder if this is just what she's just set herself to, what she's going to do. But I often at times would love to see some of her spar matches. I would be very happy if I never saw her do a discus clothesline again. I, I get it, but like, like, like when she's like uh, training, like I would like oh, to yeah, see one yeah, of those yeah. matches because I bet some of the shit she drops between her and TJ Wilson, the shit they be dropping to people, man. Yeah, that's there's a re- that see what Natalia does back behind the scenes is the reason why Natalia will never leave WWE because if her contract was ever coming up, you best believe Tony Khan be snatching that one up. That'd be a huge signing for him. Uh, like for any company out for, there. Just for what she does, like you like yeah. you say, behind the scenes. And I'll oh, never man. dispute that from her. I think she's a very instrumental piece to the women's locker room. I just, yeah. I just don't like seeing her on TV. But if Daniel, if Brian Danielson is going to keep working with Jade Gardner, and the women, some of the other women, then okay, I have some faith. But if if Jay Carlos was working with Brian Danielson training and stuff like that, oh man, yeah, WWE's about to offer the bag. I mean, it's 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 her versus Bianca is going to be an absolute. It's a money oh, yeah. feud. Yeah, the, the, like you said, print the money. The payout, the payout that those two women would get for that match was going is going to go down insanely in history, bro. I'm telling you, because that shit's gonna be money. I'm curious gonna... how long Bianca's gonna go. Um, you know, with any women's wrestlers, you gotta figure out, you gotta figure on they may want to have kids one day. And yeah, that changes things for a lot of people. You know, Becky's back now, but you know, some people they have kids. It, it, you know their priorities change. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So I mean, look so what happened we'll with that. See how that plays out. You got me a fucking boat. <laughs> I love. I I absolutely love that video clip. Those two are made for each other. That's all I'm gonna say. Those two are made for each other. Um. Um. But yeah. So yeah. I. I. She's in. Even what is she like? I want to say she's uh, low 30s right now. I think so. 31 ish. Um, Still it's, crazy to, it's crazy to think that Sasha Banks is younger than she is just because of how Dude. long it feels like Sasha's been around. That's why Sasha Banks is going to get stay with the bag, son. And the fact that she's one of the ones that I see that. That doesn't give me the vibe that kids is gonna be a future thing for a while. I miss Bailey. Man, I think she's cleared. I think they're just waiting on the right thing to bring her back for. They're waiting for the right thing. Yeah. 
And I can't figure out which who who's it gonna be because man, Raw just got Oscar. Like, I'd like I I I'd kind of want to uh, oh, one or two things. I, I either want I either want her to come back and confront Sasha for being tag team champs with somebody else. Are we gonna or get Bailey? I want her to come after Charlotte after this Ronda feud. Are we gonna get Bailey and Ronda? <laughs> Uh, right, Bailey and Charlotte, preferably. Yeah, this is a different Bailey. But granted, Charlotte. I also want Bailey to be heel. So wherever, wherever, wherever Bailey can still be the character she was before she left, that's where I want her. She might come back for Bianca. <laughs> That'd be fine. The only but, thing is, I don't know how long they're gonna be able to keep Rhea Ripley and and Bianca apart. Uh, they want to try to space that out till SummerSlam. I get it. Man, that might be SummerSlam's match right there. To me, that just seems to be the way it is. Oh, wait a minute! Rhea could win the Money in the Bank. Yeah, I definitely maybe 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 that's when they bring Bailey back. I, I'm wondering. I, I don't have picks yet. For the money in the bank, I'll, once uh, once it becomes the next pay per view, then I'll start developing my picks. Hey, but after after WrestleMania backlash, kiss money. Oh, is in that the it? Bank. Yeah, son, it's in June because right. SummerSlam's in July this year. Interesting. So that's cool. So shit, after next weekend, I can start developing my picks. Yo, after WrestleMania backlash, it's three stadium shows. Let's. Go, ah, <laughs> <laughs> boy, we go, boy, it's gonna be lit. And they'll be talking about they're gonna be doing. That's gonna be pretty much next year's thing. Okay, all right, these dudes is making money now, so they thinking, fuck it, y'all can it's have the y'all, y'all can right. have the 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 regular arenas. We'll do that for our weekly show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think uh-huh. it's going to be of note who uh, Becky ends up facing in that UK show. Yeah. Um. I, there's like uh, if it's if that's when they want to do Drew versus Roman, I'm cool with that. Either way, that should be a good show too. Um. Yeah, but I, I I'm interested. Raw's been the best wrestling show of the week. I don't really see much that can even argue with that. I'm sure there's AEW fans that would say it's been dynamite, but it's not. I'm going to go ahead and I don't remember who tweeted this, but the most outrageous take I've seen on the week so far on Twitter was that the TNT title picture was ruined by the American Stardust fucker. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Uh, the only the, the most outrageous take I've seen of the week we've already touched on, and that's people disagreeing with Becky Lynch. Ah uh, man, that, look, anybody disagreeing with that is just got the anti WWE agenda on that one. That's how I feel about it too. And listen, even Swag agrees with Becky Lynch. Okay, that's all you need to say about that. That's her biggest hater, and he they, agrees. They, they don't. They, there is no bigger hater. Yeah. Becky Lynch then swag, and that's the nah. truth. If there is that, yikes! 
I'd hate to see that person. That person's got to no be miserable. like miserable. This man swag muted the TV when she was on. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't just switch over to play his game while he, while that's on. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it past him. But shit, we two and a half hours, man. Shit, shit, we rolling these days. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, this was a good show, long show, yeah. good thing. But we got a bunch of wrestling out the way. But we went a lot longer on sports between football and basketball. We but, be. yeah, we'll catch back Saturday, recap what's going on in the playoffs since they should be finishing up Sunday. Um, Second round and, uh, starts Sunday. So, uh, and may, then, uh, may have, like, a Monday or a Wednesday episode next week of Strictly Basketball. Um, possibly not. I'm just trying to figure it out how I want to do it in my schedule. We'll figure it out. Because with the playoffs, I feel like there's a lot more basketball to cover, and then wrestling also has a paper PLE next week and we'll playoffs. We'll need to do predictions at some point, too. Probably next Saturday. So by Saturday, yeah. Yeah, that would be the best best um, time to do it because every all the wrestling will be done. Um, and the car to be official. Right. So, yeah, good show. I think I'm going to get off here and find something to eat, make some tea probably. Yeah, that's pretty much going to be my day. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on We The Villains podcast. It's your boy, Dak. That's Gerv. Let's catch you guys Saturday. Bees up. Bees out.